Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to episode 142 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, December 3rd, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. With a name like Smucker's Raspberry Preserves, you know it's good. The inflamed tissue, the burning, you better put some peroxide on. (laughs) Smucker's brand peroxide. (laughs) We'll get back to that. Uh, my name's Casey Lyons. Hey, Chief, let's talk. Why not? Yeah. My name's Greg LeGros, and how can you trust a man who wears both uh, belt and suspenders? The man can't even trust his own pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have tons to talk about. We will be playing film Wait, sorry, roulette. Dan, sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh, I was going to do the intro before we get back to that. All right. So film roulette, we saw Foxcatcher <laughs> and Paradise Alley. It was a wrestling theme uh, roulette. We got punished with a good album, uh, by Greg's opinion, from Kate Bush, and we'll roll for next week. Plus, Greg's going to do a 9021 Oh Yeah Relay recap, and we'll play some TV Dad Cage Match at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, to circle back. <laughs> hey, hey, Dan. Where'd you get your thing from? Uh, Mr. Science Theater. Uh, 3,000. Uh, there was a... Oh, there was a marathon. A marathon. Yeah. Every, the So back in the day, they used to do Turkey Day marathons every year where they would uh, show a bunch on, on the real TV, and it's been a long time since they've done it. And then last year, they started doing it again on the YouTubes. Uh, so I watched a whole lot of that. I went home from work and watched like four straight episodes. <laughs> I missed doing that. it right, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that as a concept because like you were like, oh, Mystery Science Theater is on, on YouTube. And I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. But like I, there, I was doing a bunch of stuff and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to yeah. be able to catch it kind of thing. But I'm like, I'll just fucking watch them on Netflix or blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole idea of like something being on TV is, yeah. is so gone now. It bums me out. The universal totally experience being gone. We all had to watch it at the same time. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. I think we've bitched about this before probably yeah it's it's a part of my childhood and i think i it makes me watch shows wrong or makes i retain less if you marathon something which is so it's fun to do it's great yeah Yeah. but then when you step back from it trying to remember all the nuances of the show like individual episodes don't stand out like was that the earlier on or later yeah yeah. you know it's all a big blur yeah Yeah, the marathon used to be like a special thing that would happen if a cable channel decided it to (laughs) 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 you're like well there's no other day where i'm gonna sit down and watch like this show all day because it's the only time of the year they do it yeah Yeah. (laughs) right 
Yeah, it is special. No, it was really fun, and uh, they have like a little chat box. I mean, I, don't, I didn't uh, contribute, but people like talk along while they watch, which I guess kind of brings it back to that a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of bringing that shared experience all yeah, at once. Yeah, yeah it was oh. fun. Good, totally. Well, it sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah, it sounds great. When you described it as fun, it sounded like it sounded fun. Like fun. Um, so mm. oh, I thought the the describing was fun. Not what he was describing. <laughs> no, or what he experienced. No. <laughs> but the description of it was a lot really of fun. Really good. <laughs> Lots of fun. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the itty-bitty tidbit committee then. Uh-huh. How about? I thought we were already in there. I know, yeah. but we didn't announce it. it felt like it. Um, mm. Wasn't it? So should we dive right into the hottest news that dropped like a day after yeah, we not? released an episode? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> we had to like, wait a week to talk about. Yeah, the thing that everybody's tired about talking yeah. about now. Mm-hmm. We should get in on it. Yeah. Um, the Force Awakens. I haven't really seen anyone this week, so I haven't talked to anybody about it. No, no? nor have I. Okay. Yeah, yeah I talked to, I talked to more about it online than I thought I would, mm-hmm. as someone who doesn't care L- about Who doesn't Starbucks. like Star Wars? So you're just there lying to people. I think I just said Starbucks. <laughs> That's yeah. how much I don't care about it. Someone doesn't care about Star Other Word. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 was, I was really excited when it came out, when it yeah. dropped, when I saw that it dropped finally. Yeah. yeah. Because so many fake ones came out. Yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah. It's with the ex- with the exception of the amazing fake one that was just a goof. Yeah, that like was a, That was like fun. a sketch. No, really Mega good, yeah. 64. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you guys, what were your feelings? Uh, for first watch, what did you think? I saw it on my way to work. Yeah. I was on the subway, and I, but I was at, uh, I was I had a long stretch of stations that yeah, were outdoor. outside. Oh, yeah. So I was able to watch it because I saw you guys talking about it. I'm like, oh, shit. And I watched it on the yeah. subway, and then I would, it was over, and I was looking around, and all these people just with dead faces. Yeah. I was like, oh, but yeah, all these people <laughs> acting like you hadn't just watched a movie trailer. Amazing trailer. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited. And, React, you yeah, idiots. Yeah. And the people I, I work with are like really nice and stuff, but they don't like anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of shared experiences at work. Yeah, yeah. Like they were at, talking about movies one day, and this is when I realized it was like, it wasn't going to work out. I mentioned a couple of things, and they kind of stared at me blankly. And yeah. one guy was like, I really like Adam Sandler movies. And the other guy's like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, right on, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least cool. then you're like, well, we can talk uh, about My the- friend saw Going Overboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever heard of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was... Um, yeah, I, I rushed to see it once it finally went out because everyone was talking about whether it was going to come out or not. Yeah, yeah, they because did like, that there was this whole big thing about how it was only going to be in theaters. Yeah, and then and they were like, "Psych." Yeah, and then yeah. they also just put it up like a, a day before it yeah. was supposed to well, be. Well, maybe in it was a leak thing, like uh, the Avengers thing, because somebody got somebody's getting somebody's in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> for, <laughs> for the, the Avengers thing. Is that right? Yeah, because it was supposed to air on in the middle of. Agents of Shield, okay, right? Yeah. Again, to trick people into watching that shitty show. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but then it came out like a week before that. But then they like they've been like you know paper trailing it back to this one guy. Yeah, and they are going at You're it, hard litigation. Man. Oh boy, you fucked up. Yeah, now the Avengers are coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should get them to come arrest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dressed up like from the movie. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's like new movie. it's like yeah. the Winter Soldier. He has it on a USB. <laughs> yeah. Where is he hitting it? Yeah. <laughs> this is Avengers Two: The Sequel Jerk. Yeah, no. um, there he comes. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, you you saw it on the on the subway. I did. And you were like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> my thoughts, my thoughts, and feelings were myriad on this thing. I uh, I was just like wicked. 
I, I didn't yeah. really nothing in it bothered me. I was I loved that the first thing you see is John Boyega. I'm like, right uh-huh. on, man. Yeah. I, I what like a, what a treat. That kid's so good and attacked a block. Definitely. Like, Look at you. Oh yeah, he's great in that movie and uh, I'm excited that he's in Star Wars and everything, but uh, like the my first thought was like uh, what is with this wacky madcap comedy? <laughs> he like pops into frame and he's like whoa whoa what? Uh, and I then loved it. The first cut to is the droid ball. Yeah, which uh, people have been up in arms about a which little, which is crazy because really? I think a the little. droid ball is awesome as shit. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. and also I why is everyone mad that the Luke and Han and Leia are in? Are you retarded? Yeah, Do you think they would be? Yeah, yeah. Do you think this is the only trailer? It's not out for a year. Yeah, what's wrong with people? <laughs> the fucking internet. Be excited. <laughs> yeah, be excited that you didn't see them yet. Yeah. yeah. That's Oh. Be excited yeah. that all you what saw. What are they showing the whole movie yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I liked. Well, there were some people that just thought that the like the droid ball was a weird beat, like because the first it's the second thing you see. I know Jeremy from Drink Long said that, even though he doesn't didn't. I don't think he said it's he didn't a like forty five second trailer. Yeah, I don't care what order. I was kind of like, yeah. There was <laughs> also, no story like, I would have only liked that dro- that ball <laughs> droid had I seen him thirty seconds later. <laughs> I just thought but like he surprised me and I didn't like. There it. seemed to be a lot of talk like, <laughs> why is this goofy ball thing a droid? And I was like, I don't know. Like the original like robots, one of them was shaped like a trash can. Like yeah. I don't fucking yeah. care. You know, it'll make no sense. <laughs> yeah, They're just fucking. Fuck off! That's, that's it. The, sounded right. It looked like a droid. Yeah, All the exactly. coloring was good. That's the awesome. Nothing thing was about, shiny and liquid looking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the awesome thing about the droids from the first three is that they're all different, weird shapes, yeah. and yeah. like you're like, it, it's like this kind of childlike yeah. landscape, like with all the crazy creatures and bullshit. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and maybe they were missing. Maybe the ball part of the droid is magnetic, and uh, so he can move around much like a Dyson uh, vacuum cleaner around the outside of a ship. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what the fucking droid does. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how close to a Dyson vacuum cleaner yeah. this guy is. <laughs> the person who designed it was like somebody was vacuuming yeah. in his house at the time, and he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, like oh a, shit, I need to design. Or like the them little fellas in the uh, the black hole. Those delightful. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. roll like you know they're those rolly feet, and they move right yeah. around the thing nice and seamlessly. So totally. we all fuck off, not worry about the ball droid yeah yeah Is, are people worried about the science of it is that their fucking problem <laughs> maybe the health hazards are the dangers yeah uh, we're rolling, he's moving very quickly he's rolling all over the filthy desert you guys yeah. he's gonna pick up something uh i don't know man my my first and major problem with uh with the thing if i may get a little mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh is that fucking lightsaber um, this was my problem with the first, with the Phantom Menace and everything else, too, is that uh, lightsabers are cool. Yeah. yeah. Just the lightsaber handle, like the, yeah. uh, and then the fucking lightsaber part, the light, yeah. you know, comes out of it, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, that's what a lightsaber should look Supposed like, and do. that's badass. Yeah. Doesn't need another fucking thing coming out of the back of it. Yeah. Doesn't need two I liked the double one. That was kind of cool. It was yeah. like a... It, it, it was fine, but it was just like... It's it's a lightsaber. It should just yeah. look like a lightsaber. This is true. This is just maybe this is just a preference thing, or maybe this is fact. Yeah. Maybe that's coming out. Of I know what you're saying. Now. I don't need the lightsabers updated. No, They're super no. awesome. Like, but I don't have a problem with a hilt. Mm. They built them on swords for a reason. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it just seems a little impractical. Yeah. Uh, well, word burglar. It's also the age of spaceships and laser guns. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I got a shiny sword. I think. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was sort of joking, that. but yeah. word burglar was like, "Well, we don't know if like maybe they've designed lightsabers where the, <clears throat> the light that you have doesn't hurt you or something like yeah, that." Yeah. Right. He said that. Now, maybe that's maybe just a speculation, obviously. It's, but it's like, not the science of it for me. For with yeah. this specifically, it's it's just that you don't it. need it's just 
a lightsaber. Like, I didn't want that. I guess I didn't want that to be the first lightsaber I saw. Okay. Uh, and God, I'm, well, I can, realize you can, I'm being a you can only go petulant moron right now. Yeah. I imagine the rest, uh, more, most of the others will be normal. Oh, yeah. there's no we'll, way we'll they're giving Luke doubles. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll see doubles. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that. But I that's... doubt Luke's running around with a new one. He's fucking kicking it old school. I bet. Yeah, yeah. He better be. Well, I, he's I got a beard, you guys. Yeah. I thought that like my I had a lot of feelings on the trailer. I thought that the shot of the Millennium, uh, like doing that like crazy, yeah. off, like JJ kind of CGI shot where it flips around, the camera's mm-hmm. upside down, yeah. and the camera rotates back. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, that oh was boy. kind of that was almost all I needed. I felt like it was a lot of the kind of just like here's some shots of things. Yeah, it you know, didn't add up to anything. For me, it which was is, the, honestly like I guess I knew so much I was going to see the Millennium Falcon again when it was the X wings. Yeah, going yeah. over the Red Lake, I was just like, fucking cool. Oh boy, yeah, <laughs> super fucking super cool. cool. Highly underrated ship. I know we all love the Falcon. It's yeah. amazing. No, it's but the, the best X wing, the X wing is, is fucking awesome. Fucking ship. amazing. Yeah. What an incredible design. Oh yeah, my the God. snow cruisers are awesome too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there, there's a myriad of amazing ships. The X wings yes. are tied to me with with video games for me because because uh, there was like an N64 game where you could pilot yeah. them and shit. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, cool fucking ship, man. Just a beautiful shot. And uh, I was reading somewhere, it's interesting that none of it is in space. Yeah. Everything you saw yeah. was. Yeah. And I kind of dug that too. It gave me a, it really kind of yeah. brought, I don't know, it gave me a, a new hope vibe. Oh, oh, okay. I, I didn't know it if gave you were, you gave me a new, a new hope. hope. A new hope for. Uh, yeah, for the future. For yeah. Me. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, I do get that. And, you know, the beginning of, uh, of Jedi and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, like, I, I loved seeing the, the, the Falcon and everything, yeah. and, and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's so much more they can do now with camera work and stuff like that because of CGI and whatnot. But uh, but I was like, whoa, why am I... I'm flying around the Millennium Falcon right now. That's not how this is supposed to look. Because like, it, it's got that whole like hyper, like super realistic, like the camera goes in and out of focus kind of, which is like a... a the JJ thing, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, which, which does make sci-fi generally look good. Yeah. Uh, I just felt like it. this looked too good. Like it was a little too uh, slick. Yeah, and, and you like, know, I was wondering about that myself. But did you see it on the big screen too? Did you see it before? Uh, no, no, oh. I just saw it. I just saw it on my computer. Oh, I saw it... Uh, the, the, they had it before uh, Foxcatcher. Before Foxcatcher. Yeah, is that I, right? Which I was surprised at. I was like, oh. Yeah, that is crazy. Thank you. I think they, they played it a, like a before just like a lot. Did they? Was it the last thing that they played before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I think I saw somebody online. I think his name's Sean from Toronto. He was posting on Twitter to Oh, people. Sean from Toronto. Yeah. 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 Oh, Toronto Sean. Sean from Toronto. <laughs> well, he was posting somewhere. Yeah. And he was saying, like, I didn't think they were going to show it. And then it was the last thing. I think they yeah. just, like, sent it out to, you know, because it's a file now. They just sent it to, like, all the theaters. They right, just right. put it at the end of all their trailer things yeah. for whatever amount of time. But uh, boy, it really plays well on the big screen, mm-hmm. particularly that Falcon shot. And you know what it reminded me of, really? Because there were some shots with the Falcon that aren't dissimilar to that in... Uh, uh, Empire, and like when we're going down into the, uh, uh, you know, this isn't a cave, and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are some follow the Falcon shots, and the the end of uh, the end of Jedi. You're getting a lot of crazy shit following the ship around. Yeah. So you know, it's not. It's, it's not, not it's not uncharacter- er, it's not uncharacteristic of the world. We're going to have what's you know, it's fucking, you know, 35 years yeah. later we're going to have yeah. different effects. It, the, the, but it doesn't feel <laughs> alien like the prequels did because they no. never felt any not the language, the look, none of it ever really It didn't feel like like Star Wars no. at all. Yeah, I I totally I totally agree. I'm I'm going to have to it's going to take some getting used to and 
I'm glad that they that they put this out as early as they did because it, even like <clears throat> so many shots in the trailer, like um, shot of the stormtroopers when they're oh, like uh, uh, yeah. the lights just kind of flickering. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, like, I love I, that. Immediately, I was like, that, that doesn't look like Star Wars. That looks like uh, uh, contemporary sci-fi, and and it, and I had to constantly go back. I mean. Uh, I'll level with you. I've watched this fucking trailer a couple of oh, times. Oh, yeah, I've seen it a lot of times. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, more and more, I was like, okay, okay, this uh, I, I'm getting used to it now, yeah. and, uh, and now, now I'm ready to see more. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it took, me, it took me a lot. Like, my immediate reaction to everything was like, no, no, because I, I expected J.J. Abrams to do something that was so like the first three because mm. of the huge mistake that was the the middle three yeah to like yeah yeah you know what i mean hem close to the original since the reaction to the other ones yeah, yeah, yeah like i thought like to that point like ever the even the direction and everything was going to be very similar but mm-hmm. it's jj abrams movie he's going to do his own thing yeah. Yeah. yeah and there wasn't a single uh you know uh flare uh no no i'm <laughs> pretty sure yeah, i think he knows <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah did you see the uh george lucas edition of I the did. trailer that was funny <laughs> oh no i i saw that it was a thing. Oh. Oh, man, yeah, it's, it's funny. Sort of extrapolated just, what it was yeah, going to be. They just CGI everything on into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when, when John Boyega turns and runs, there's a Jabba's sitting there, and like, all these things are running by. Yeah, every, the sky is full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like the yeah the shot of it like uh, the Millennium flipping around and stuff. They just put in like a million. Is it Tie Fighters? Yeah, like yeah, a hundred, yeah. like yeah. hundreds. Yeah, it's I, funny. I guess my my thoughts. I guess final thoughts on the on the on the trailer is just that I feel like it lands weirdly in the middle of like trailer trends where it's like I feel like some of those shots could have been their own trailer you mm-hmm. know what I mean like I feel like we could have just like been on stark like deserty landscapes and then had him pop up and then like another shot and then that's the teaser or yeah, right. or like like we see like the landscape that the millennium's gonna fly around on and there's like ominous music and voiceover and then at the end it whoosh swoops yeah. in and yeah. then then you know like oh fuck Instead of just kind of being like, here's a couple things, but they don't tie together to tell you anything about the movie. It's just kind of like, here you go. Yeah, it, it just felt like a reel of what they've got done so far. Yeah, which is fine. I'm, it's which apparently, not... I guess they're done shooting now. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, I don't, I, you know, I had a great time with it because it was short as shit. It was, there was yeah. some story to it. I saw a bunch of things. And I'm like, what does that mean? What's that thing? What's yeah. this all about? What's going on? Hey, look at that thing. <laughs> you know, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. And I've been talking about it uh, in my head <laughs> for a week. Like you were a dog in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Total. That's what it does to you. you Shiny things. Hey, where yeah. are we going for a walk? What's that? Who's that guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> are those, are those like, keys? Hey, hey, it's a desert. It looks like Tatooine. Hey, who's that guy? Why is he so sweaty? Where's he going? He sort of looks like a stormtrooper. Well, uh, there's more stormtroopers. Why that one short? Where are they going? Why do they look so scared? That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing I actually thought was really cool was like, um, uh, like because I assume that John Boyega is going to be some kind of a hero or something yeah. in this movie, and I like that that you're like, ooh, why is he dressed like a stormtrooper? Yeah. Like, there's going to be a point where he's either pretending to be a stormtrooper, which I've seen before, if that garment is still bad, because they established in the prequels, if, if we're going to allow that as real or it's happened yeah the uh the the uh the stormtrooper outfit originated as a part of the republic right yeah and they're trying to build as much as much as we know is that they're trying to build a new republic like that's yeah uh, so they might have like taken the power back like hey those suits are sweet you know yeah we should use them again so who knows (laughs) it might maybe they're kind of flipping that on its head a bit and you know the stormtrooper outfit is no longer a Oh, like that would, that would be weird. That would be weird. I don't know I if I care for that, that. But I, I can I, they still not shoot anybody? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Put the suit on. You know, it's, it's too heavy. Yeah, can't lift your gun right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, uh, I'm. 
it took me some time, but but again, I've watched it a million times, and now yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. I, and again, the prequels are so bad. All this thing has to be is like pretty good for me to like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, just got to be like fun. Just don't suck. Just be a fun, be like, cool, fun, fun movie. Good enough, man, because I'll always have the first three. They're yeah. fucking a part of my life forever. No one's raping my childhood or stealing anything from me. I have the fucking tapes. I'll watch them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as long as it's just fun and somewhat watchable, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know? Totally. And this is a good step <laughs> in the right direction. I'm, I'm totally hopeful. I thought it was great. I really yeah. can't wait. Yeah. I'm ex- I, I wonder when we'll see more. Uh, I imagine it'll probably start around Christmas when yeah. everybody's going to be at home. Totally. You know, through the yeah, that, you that think? week. I think we'll see probably something else. You I don't think, know. I guess it's like, a year away. We gotta really yeah, go. like we we have a full year to go. Like yeah. I feel like they're gonna really space these things. Like I mean, JJ Abrams has been playing like a super fun game of like winking the, at the internet yeah. and going yeah, yeah. like. Well, he's at, always done that. He went yeah. like Cloverfield did all that crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, which I which I totally love too. Oh man, it's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I don't know. Like I I don't. I wonder what kind of schedule they're gonna be on with this. Yeah. I'm surprised. I feel he like didn't there's going to be a lot more leaked stuff before yeah. we see uh, another trailer. See, that's why I'm kind of surprised JJ didn't do something a little bit more measured for the teaser. I guess because well, like I mean, when he's, that he's when, answering to Disney right that's now. That's true. Too, so. When that trail, yeah. maybe he'll do. Maybe he'll come back with something after this teaser to be like, here's some stuff, and then he'll come back with something a little more. Because when that like Cloverfield teaser, I think it was on Transformers, the first Transformers, mm-hmm. when that like came out on before the movie. I didn't want to watch Transformers. Oh I wanted God. to leave the theater and talk with like my brother and my friend. Like, what was that? We got to go to that URL. What was going on in that thing? Where, like, because and oh, there, there was this whole thing that. like around that, like with the with the slush, the slushy T-shirts. It's like there was a logo in it, and people yeah. were tracking that through like yeah. a like a world of where onto the internet and shit. It was just like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So cool. I want to know more. I, there are a few things I love more than not being shown a monster. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that's actually that's a blanket statement. That, that accounts for a lot of different situations yeah. in my life. But oh man, yeah, like being promised a monster but not shown it. Yeah, yeah. that is something that really gets me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard it was a lion yeah uh, <laughs> totally yeah maybe it's an elf or a leprechaun and um, did you hear about the with, with star wars still there's the uh they've kind of released a basic plot outline for the standalone movie that gareth edwards is doing hmm. oh did they yeah no i didn't see that at isn't all isn't it yoda centric no it's uh unfamiliar characters thank god i thought oh. they were doing just like, in the world yeah, yeah. but if the storyline is it's the uh the people who steal the plans for the death star oh oh really that's cool yeah. I really like it's like a concurrent storyline kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I really like the idea of of branching off into further territories of the extended universe. Yeah, yeah I feel like sure. there's so much going on there that I feel like there's almost more interesting stuff. Not that I know a lot about because I didn't read the books or see all the shows and stuff. No, but no, like, nor did I. But it just seems like there's so much else to play with. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a big thing going on. But I was like, I, I was like, I was so not down with these standalone movies, and then I heard that was the first one. I was like. Oh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like to see that, please. <laughs> it is, but I am still, I am still like a little on edge about, and it's not about seeing the movies or what they'll be because we're not, you know, we're now used to there being shitty Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that it's now becoming, um, like a Star Trek thing or like, or like any other property where just anybody can make a movie out of it now. Yeah. I like There's that, part though. of me that really likes it, but there's also part of me that's just kind of like, I feel like we should be pulling the reins in a little bit. Like, this thing could be getting too out of hand. But they've been doing cartoons and yeah. shit oh, yeah. for, for forever now. Cartoons totally. And they again, might as you know well. That, uh, uh, 
uh, Clone Wars cartoon is very good. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's I've heard that good. too. I've heard you say that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I've said yeah. it to you. I know. <laughs> I was listening, Craig. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I listened to you. Something else Greg said to us was about Ghostbusters 3. That's right. Oh, this is very interesting. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what well, you found out? Why well, don't you say it to us you, again, You Greg. discovered this. Well, with uh, all my powers uh, equal to that of a high school journalist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, read something I saw. You could really uh, work for old Andrea. Yeah, yeah. What you're saying. <laughs> here you go, chief. Hot <laughs> off the, uh, uh, my phone here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, Ghostbusters 3 treatment that we talked about yeah two weeks ago i guess um which was like really interesting and so we talked about it for a while like quite a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it went it, it, <laughs> and we just gushed over yeah, it yeah yeah well it blew up on the internet and a lot of people gushed over it and was like yeah. oh shit that would have been fucking pretty cool yeah turns out the whole thing was a hoax or not a hoax but a fake it wasn't uh the it wasn't a script written by the fellows from the office no it was written by this uh halifax fella uh, I don't have his name here in front of me. Just He's yet. from Halifax, so you have to call him a fella. fella yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's his fella. Uh, so yeah, he wrote this uh, narrative and then just tossed it off on the internet and stuck Lee Eisenberg and uh, what's the other fellow? Gene uh, Gene, Gene Stupnitsky. Yeah, yeah, their names Lee, on Lee Eisen or something. Yeah. Uh, and just was like, well, let's see what happens if I throw this into the internet. Yeah. Because he kind of wanted to see what if it would blow up, and if it did, what people would think of it. Right. And because it was generally positive, he was kind of like, this has given me good feedback as a writer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and yeah, I was like, it's a good idea, man. I'm Absolutely. Kinda... I, and I love, <laughs> I love, you. like, I mean, they weren't going to make it anyway. That was the whole crux of the thing. Um, and uh, uh, I, I love that this story just got better. Yeah. I'm oh, like, here. it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still a great idea for a movie. Totally. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Sean Grady, a 28-year-old Halifax filmmaker. Uh, he said uh, he called it a vindication of his writing. The amount of criticism it's gotten is very educational to someone that wants to write. Yeah. Uh, it felt very good that the story I thought would work so positive was was so positively received by a lot of people. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So totally. there you go. How about that? Hmm. Yeah. Fan fiction. Pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, we live in Great a world idea, where Sean Young. Yeah, we live in a world where <laughs> fan <it>? fiction uh, <laughs> became like the biggest franchise ever mm-hmm. with Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because that, that started as, uh, as uh, what was it? Fuck, was it? No, Fifty Shades of Grey started as Twilight fan fiction. Right. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. The person who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey is what I meant to say. Uh, she she wrote it, and it was originally like fan fiction from Twilight, and then just like changed the characters into their own characters, and then it yeah. became a hugely no popular book. But no like vampires. Yeah. Erotic fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. I yeah. had no idea that And then it like just blew up yeah. on the internet. just take all the neck biting and turn it into bone and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he really... Instead of... He bit, he bit her on the... <laughs> she bit him on the neck. Uh, cross that neck. Uh, penis. <laughs> oh, I think it was just a series of like control F find and replaces. Yeah. Like <laughs> neck equals boner, bite uh, equals. <laughs> I, I love I love that because then later on in the book, uh, her, her boner was itchy. Yeah, <laughs> so she scratched her boner. Um, oh man! But his boner in the sunshine it shines like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Shine bright like a boner. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Uh, couldn't yeah. Did we? Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. I did not know that at all. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. So you think that this is going to turn into erotic Ghostbusters? Yeah, fiction? totally. Well, I can only hope. Yeah. You know, I've been I've, slimed. I've got a tentative <laughs> app phone right now. <laughs> That's the one. I was like, cross the streams. No. No. no, no yeah. yeah. <laughs> even slimed. Um, I feel so funky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't write down any news. I have some movies, but just quick yeah, ones. What are you guys? Should we do some round robin movies? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you've been doing with your time. Uh, well, I mentioned to Casey, I haven't mentioned this to Greg, at Video Vengeance we talked about this, but yeah. I uh, watched Iron Giant and Emma oh. had never seen Iron Giant before. Yeah, I keep almost watching that. And yeah. I, so I was like, yeah, man. I've never seen it either because I didn't know it was Brad Bird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so have you. Have, Casey's like never seen it. Have you ever people. seen it? No, I, I, oh yeah, my I almost God. started it a bunch of times. And I'm like, I got yeah. yelled at by everybody at Video <laughs> Vengeance for not having yeah. seen it. Oh, man. Everybody um, was very rude. People like go crazy for that. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. And it, and I only I saw this movie like once when it came out and I really thought it was great. And then I saw it again years later, like uh, in, in, in late college and, and loved it. So it's not necessarily something that I would tie to like nostalgia for like, I remember when I saw that. It's yeah. just a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. Like animation or not the way it's directed the, mm. the the jokes the comedy the way the the script flows the way it plays on like sort of old science fiction black and white tropes and stuff and yeah. all the fucking voice acting is amazing uh vin diesel as the iron uh, giant and mm. and so and jennifer aniston's really good as the mom and then uh what's his name shooter mcgavin christopher mcdonald oh, oh, he's great as kind of like a detective and it's so funny, and it fucking makes me cry so much. Yeah, like, yeah, it plays that. me like a fiddle, man. I, I, watch <laughs> I said tonight. to Casey, the only reason I didn't just, like, full-on ball in front of Emma was because my computer, like, froze at, like, pretty much the worst <laughs> moment, like, right before... The, all the sad stuff happens, so uh, I was able to be like, okay, got to refresh the browser. Yeah. It'll just take a minute, and then I'll finish this film. Weirdly, though, you were crying when you told me I told that. you, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to think. My Chrome crash, <laughs> and I had to refresh it. <laughs> no, I, I love that movie. It's, yeah, it's, oh, all right. It's right, probably I'll, one of my top. I might watch that tonight. Top films. I could cry at a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. I was going to cry about a robot tonight anyway. <laughs> Might as well be that one. Yeah. yeah pretty nice. Yeah. What about you, Casey? Uh, me, Casey. I saw uh, a couple things. I saw 22 Jump Street. Oh, oh yeah. What would you think of that uh, disappointing film? I didn't <laughs> I didn't like how disappointing it was. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I have one if I, I loved one how disappointed it was. <laughs> it's that it's not a good movie. Yeah. I'll give it, you know what? It, yeah, well, you know what I'll say about it is uh, I don't remember how much I didn't like it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just watched it. I don't and, really remember anything. I don't remember anything other than them just nailing home the fact that this is the sequel and that they're supposed mm-hmm. to like it's just it's well, the a, credits were the best part of the movie yeah but even that like which which was great and yeah. you you had mentioned but i was so exhausted at that point yeah it's, it's so yeah. after the fact and i'm like and, and and like i think both of you had said um when we did it on the show that should have been the movie like yeah. all these different kind of things that sequel things that yeah. they do but yeah it was so far after the fact that i'm like okay i see i see what you've done yeah yeah yeah, man, that's a. It like stumbles into some funny stuff, like Ice Cube's thing being a big, a big cube. A of big, ice yeah, it looks like a big cube of ice. I actually that's thought him good, yeah. in the family scenes where he's freaking out at the buffet and stuff were yeah. pretty funny. Like, there's moments where you're like, yeah. this wasn't I a thought waste. Channing but Tatum was still rolling pretty good, but I didn't find Jonah Hill as no, funny. I yeah, thought, no, I thought Jonah Hill was like, I, f- I 
feel like sometimes Jonah Hill is like uh, he, he's just doing like a Jim Carrey thing. Yeah. Which like it's just it's enough that I show up and be Jonah Hill for yeah. a, for yeah, an hour yeah. and forty five minutes. Yeah, I can see that. And I and I really do like the Jonah Hill thing that he does. It's sure, just yeah, it's, yeah. It's don't don't bank times. on that because yeah. you, you can do more. I've seen Wolf yeah, of Wall yeah. Street. Yeah, and I liked uh, Kurt Russell's kid. He's good in it. Uh, oh, yeah. He was all right. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought he, he did him, what he him was supposed to Chatham do. Him and Tanning had good uh, yeah, yeah, they comic did. chemistry, I thought. Um, yeah, otherwise, uh, the the roommate girl was very funny. Yeah, Jillian Bell. Yeah. She's super funny. Um, she's on Workaholics, which she's amazing on. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's all. That's yeah. all I have to say about it. Yeah. What do you have to say about things that you watched, Greg? Uh, well, yeah. I was sick on the weekend. Yeah, uh, I didn't prime go to, time I for movies. Didn't go to work on Saturday night because I was sick, and uh, yeah, I spent two days in bed watching movies. So I just watched a whole bunch of comfort movies again. Yeah, I saw just everything I've already seen before. I rewatched High Fidelity. Nice. Oh man. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen that in forever. Yeah, Me either. It's been ages. a few years. Yeah. I was oh, like, Cosby's <laughs> Yeah, which means so many different things now. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, I just finished barfing and I'm lying in bed, just a sweaty mess, like. <laughs> and my wife's like, "What do you? What, what? What will help?" And I'm like, "I can't sit here in silence. Like, if you want to watch something, go ahead and put put something on." Yeah. And I hear something starting, and I'm like, "What is? What is that?" As I might have my face under a cold washcloth yeah and i hear high fidelity start and i'm like Ugh. it was the turning point yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'll watch this one when i open and then yeah. by the end of it i was setting up it was great um so that, yeah that movie is still amazing and i'd rewatched gross point blank about a week ago so that kind of fulfilled my john cusack nice. awesomeness i haven't um, watched so gross point blank in a long time in a long dude time. i watched it a lot so in college. Good. so I, did i i love been a huge fan of the of the like just songs on a soundtrack thing yeah but man, I love that soundtrack. Oh boy, it's so a good one. Good. And Dan Aykroyd's really good in it. Hey, he is really good. In it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, rewatching that, I think it's even better than I thought it was in the '90s. Or it's great. Late those 90s, are both whatever. Steve Pink. He directed both of those. No, or neither. He produced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Steve Pink produced both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and he plays the uh, security guard fellow. Oh, yeah. Blank, yeah. Who shows him the gun at the front. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, I love that movie. It's yeah. so good. I, it's love, really good. I love the fucking bully when he reads from his mm. poem and he asks him to skip to the yeah. end. Yeah. Skip to the end. For, For a while. while. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And he repeats it. Yeah. For a while. That's good, man. You want to go good. do some coke? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie still holds up. What else did I watch? I re I, uh, rewatched uh, Miracle. Uh, uh, I've never seen, never seen Miracle. It's really good, man. It's a really just nice, uplifting movie. Light, good watch. Yeah. Kurt Russell's fucking great in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a hockey guy at all, but I like sports movies. Um. Yeah, I've often said I wished I liked baseball as much as I like movies about baseball. <laughs> about baseball. Yeah, huh? yeah, mo- I, like, baseball I wish I liked sports as much as good sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but I'm. Yeah, I'm not a hockey guy and stuff. But that's a uh, boy. Is it a good movie? Um. Really, just it's a great like cozied up under the yeah. It's kind of you know wintertime movie. Totally. Oh, because it's uh, it was American Thanksgiving. Uh. I, I rewatched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Nice. Do every year. And that's still just the best so movie good. in yeah. the fucking world. Yeah. I yeah. laugh out loud. I've seen, I don't know how many times I've seen that movie, and I laugh out loud every time I watch it, and I get emotional at the end every time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my. one of those movies that, like, like, 
when you think about movies that are unfairly overlooked for like a you know award seasons, mm-hmm. you're just like, how was that not in the running for you know best of the year? Yeah. It had like, everything. It's it's a fantastic piece of work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so great. Yeah, totally. What a. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just uh, and and I rewatched. Uh, I started rewatching uh, Once Upon a Time in the West as well. Oh. I just had it like a comfort. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. And then you pulled through. I did. I'm, yeah. I'm all better now. <laughs> <laughs> I think, anyway. Um, I I watched two other things I won't spend too much time on. Similarly, um, Emma had never seen King of Kong, the documentary about Donkey Kong. Oh, man. I still haven't seen the whole thing. So, awesome. Yeah, we watched that. I was just like, what a what a delightful film to, yeah. to watch, just full of oh, hilarious I've seen characters. It like three times. Yeah, it's so, so watchable. Yeah. I love the kill screen guy every yeah, time yeah. it happens because he drags it out for so <laughs> long. He's walking around like, if anyone's interested, it's kill screen coming up. Yeah, just, and there's like know. people playing video games are like, get the fuck away yeah. from me. Like, <laughs> okay, no, just uh, in yeah. case you're wondering, there's kill screen coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so that what a great was, villain. Like, that that was really like I know they've been manipulated stuff for. Yeah, yeah. But I don't give a fuck. But there's, that's what Emma was like. I don't care what your real story is. She was like, do you think. Emma was like, do you just think be a uh, maladjusted idiot in front of me for an hour and all? Well, th- yeah. Emma was like, do you think like he cares that they're making out to be such a villain? And I was like, well, I feel like there's some things that he says in that mo- in that movie that no matter how hard you edit them, oh yeah, are still like you fuck. Like is when it, he walks up I'm not to him, saying he's fine. No, yeah. <laughs> like when he walks up and it's like the final thing. Like he hasn't been coming the whole movie, Billy, and yeah. then he shows up and Steve's there and and the, Billy's just like, well, walks past him. He's like, you don't want to spend too much time with some of these people. And you're like, there's no like even if they had talked and then he left saying that, that's yeah. still a dick thing yeah. to say to a guy. Like, you could have talked for an hour and then been like, yeah. anyway, gotta go. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we watched James and the Giant Peach. Oh, um, I've never seen that. Which, good. which I hadn't seen in a long time. I, I actually don't think I've seen that since it came out yeah. in 95. And I have decided I think I like that more than Nightmare Before Christmas. It's uh, um, They're both Henry Selleck? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think I might uh, side with you there because uh, the the songs aren't as as hooky. No, they're no. a little bit more like um, like stage show songs where they kind of go into weird places. And there's dialogue and there's yeah. it, it's a little bit less like oh these are catchy. But overall, I think there's way more interesting things going on. Yeah, in that. and the story moves better. Like yeah. I really like a Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's a little. Uh, clunky yeah i think so yeah yeah like it, it feels it like it has uh, a really great feels, world yeah, yeah exactly and, and like it feels like killer songs yeah. visual and, uh, see I, I, I don't care that much for the music and i like nightmare before christmas uh but yeah it feels like something to look at more yeah. than something to watch it's true and and james and the giant peach kind of incorporates like other stuff like there's a dream sequence where it's mm-hmm. like all different types of animation and stuff yeah, it's yeah. just there's more interesting like some of it doesn't land but like overall i was just like this is way more interesting than i remember this being yeah, yeah. as a kid a i was story. just yeah i loved the book when i was a kid yeah so. yeah so that i i say go back to that one if you haven't seen it in a long time yeah, it's yeah. sitting in my queue yeah. on netflix that was it for me casey anything it? else uh, a couple things else. Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing I, I, I saw, speaking of uh, watching kids' movies, I uh, saw Monsters University. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still that? haven't seen that. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. It feels like one of those, uh, like, it feels like the uh, kind of like a second tier uh, Pixar thing. Like, you know how they did cars and then they did, like, planes? Yeah. But, yeah. but they didn't really care about the <laughs> This feels very much like yeah. that. Like, yeah. oh, you know, it's, it's going to be cute. Don't expect, you know to cry or anything yeah yeah just even just, hey everybody look charlie day is funny yeah okay. so. yeah even cars was kind of like i know that that's like oh, the I thing hate, I people thought. harp on them for cars but it was kind of like oh 
you know, yeah. like yeah. after those, like, I mean, it's not like the worst movie ever, but it is kind of like, are you still trying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, it, it feels very pandering. Yeah. Which yeah. is something that you don't really see from them. Cause like yeah, yeah. stuff like Wally or like, yeah. uh, like, um, up or, uh, or the Incredibles. Yeah. Like, those are just great movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like make sequels to that, you know. Like, uh, when yeah. is Incredibles two gonna happen? Well, they're they it's, they've been talking about it for. It feels ever. like it's too long now. It would be too, yeah. too much. Yeah, Brad Bird's doing all the live action stuff now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Megan yeah. Frame is fine. Totally, um, but, you know. And also, I watched uh, uh, seven straight episodes. Uh, started from the beginning again. Watched seven straight episodes of Mulaney because I'm. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. trying so hard. I you know seven. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, crazy because shit. <laughs> I turned I me and my brother and I have had a back and forth where he like caught like a bit of it and was like, This is awful, but he doesn't know his stand up, just kinda caught it as like a new comedy show. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Man, how bad can this show be? And I and like jokingly turned it on while he was there, like, I'm gonna watch Mulaney and then like lasted like five minutes i was like oh this is awful it's not (laughs) funny it wasn't funny it's well the problem is like if he was given the support he needs because he's a terrible actor yeah but (laughs) if he was given the support he needs um he might be he might be able to fit into a specific world yeah but the supporting cast in the show it's like they were assembled because they're like we want people who are not in any way funny yeah and maybe that'll make John Mulaney seem like a better actor. Sure. Um, find us everybody who didn't make it onto a Superstation show. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> but like Nassim Pedrad, I don't think there's ever been anybody less funny than no, her. No, I don't care for her. I and mean, I'm, I'm gl- including Melanie. I'm, glad, it, I'm glad they got her off of Saturday Night Live finally. Right. Uh, and she won't be on here for long, so that's okay, because this show is not going to last. Oh, no. Zach Perlman is... Uh, it, unless. He's the g- generic fat guy with yeah, a beard. Yeah. Oh, he sucks. He shows up and he's like, hey, everybody, I I say things like this. Yeah. Is that funny? <laughs> could this show... No, sir. <laughs> could this show end up lasting because it's bad? Uh, could, like, general people be like, yeah, no, I don't have to think no, about it. it doesn't have that appeal. Okay. It doesn't no, have the... I'll, I'll, I'll go out and say it. It makes me sad to say, but it's worse than according to Jim. Wow. Uh, yeah, because according to Jim, knew its audience right. and, and, and catered directly to them. Yep. Had like, the comfort of, it looks just like a sitcom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what this tries to do. I mean, this tries to have, like, the weird thing is, because John Mulaney is such a huge sitcom fan, yeah. um, I feel like he was like, I want to make... Like just a sitcom, like I want to yeah. make. Yeah, and, and I think maybe he was even you know, thinking like I want to make a not very good sitcom, but and like, have it be kind of like this is what sitcoms see, are like, no, right? Wink. I don't, I don't. Th- I thought that at first yeah. that it was supposed to that it was going to be like a you know an ironic like this is the like my weird sur- like hyper real yeah, sitcom yeah. kind of thing or like I live in a sitcom world yeah. that's not you know. But set, I think set oh, that'd be great. Sitcom. And then his bad uh, acting would be, would be appropriate, right? That would be. Okay, or that would be an idea uh, at least on their show, buddy. but I don't. Think- <laughs> but, but then I, the, but then I was like, no, I think this guy just loves the, yeah. the sitcom so yeah. much that he's trying to do that he's just trying to make an 80s sitcom or like an early 90s yeah. sitcom. The problem is, I feel like he's modeled it off of the least successful ones. Yeah. yeah. Like like the shitty watered down yeah. uh, uh, ABC or, mm-hmm. or CBS uh, I just think like mm-hmm. maybe he's made, like when I say maybe he's making one that's supposed to be kind of bad and like, wink, it's a sitcom. I, I think he's maybe doing that but not doing, you know, what would be interesting, which would be like to comment on it. I think maybe he's just presenting it like here's some kind of like 
middling jokes. It's like not. I don't think like I think maybe he's aiming for what he's uh, like executing right now, but that's all he's aiming for. Uh, like I think he's not even trying to be like, but it's a commentary. I think yeah. he's just like, no, this this no, is it. Like yeah, that, that's so the thing, confused. and I don't he think seems like a, such a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, his his comedy is brilliant like yeah, he has a incredible. brilliant mind yeah his writing on on saturday night live was fucking phenomenal yeah uh so it blows my mind like i i don't understand at all like maybe this was a too many cooks kind of a situation not the fucking <laughs> thing <laughs> too but many like, cooks maybe it was too just like you cooks. know when it was supposed to be on nbc there was like a little bit more of an edge to it and then nbc was like ah, oh, we passed and then fox picked it up and was like we'll pick it up but we got notes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we got notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you thought about Zach Perlman? Not even once. <laughs> well, guess what? He's on your show now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's confusing. But you know what? I'll stay with it until it's canceled. No shit, you, eh? man. I'm not. I can't because I can't. I can't uh, watch someone I like doing something so terrible. It's it is like hard, but because I, I, I do you know what I'm doing? I just because I want to poison what I like about him. You know, I I don't know. I just shit. I trust his mind so much that I'm like maybe it's headed somewhere. Maybe I'm just supposed to wait and and I'll eventually get get the point. Yeah, but I I don't see that. How Seton Smith is terrible. I don't. I've never seen him in anything else. No, just that is like, like best friend fella. Yeah, yeah, he's awful. Uh, uh, and they have no chemistry. Uh, no, no, it's, no, it's none two, of them two do. people saying things, yeah, not to each other. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should give up on Melanie and just hop on the marry me train. Uh, Hit that show are, up, and also marry me. To me <laughs> start, start watching because marry me. The answer is a thousand times yes. <laughs> yeah, start watching marry me. But also, I'm getting down on one knee and marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused, but yes to both. I yeah, yeah I can't believe I haven't seen uh, even one episode of that. Yeah, uh, but I love David Casp. I love what yeah. he does. Mm-hmm. Happy endings. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So uh, uh-huh. should we get? Well, that's been a that was a good long itty bitty uh, oh, forty five minutes. Yeah, sorry, I really went off. No, on that. <laughs> that was good. Should, yeah. should we roll on over though to roulette? Yeah. I guess so. There yeah. was something I was going to bring up, but I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah, I had I had a couple more but things. I feel like too. it's been a long time. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you uh, uh, real quick. Did you finish out uh, uh, Coven? No, I haven't gone back to it at all. Oh, okay, <laughs> I just can't. Antipod. Also, I had no time to do anything. So yeah. this was my first weekend of uh, being back on a normal schedule, and I was sick, and I just like I only want yeah ha- happiness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. you yeah you won't. Like I don't know if you'll even be disappointed. Well, well now after hearing, because I, I think you and I are kind of on the same page with that show, like how to watch it and how, what to enjoy from it. Yeah, and I just can't, I can't uh, find <laughs> the. I don't think I'll watch it. <laughs> no, no, it I'm really... gonna probably just jump on to four. Yeah, and hope for the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that sounds right. Okay. Well, if you want to jump on something else, go to <laughs> tweakedaudio.com and you can uh, offer what Casey's looks upset that we're moving on. Yeah, I, I totally had just one other thing. Okay, go for it. Go, go. go. I, that can't, I can't even talk to you guys about it. Why? Uh, we'll plug our ears. Well, this is both. the worst place to bring it up. Yeah. This, this is the, you, <laughs> you mean the thing where we record Greg ourselves and, talking. Greg and Dan earmuffs. No, no. I've, just been, uh, I've just been listening, like binge listening to uh, uh, Serial. Okay, yeah. Which uh, I Everybody just urge, else is also. Yeah, which fucking, I, I don't know why I'm trying to fucking uh, <laughs> advertise this thing. Everybody knows about it. But 
God, if you haven't listened to it. I have not. Uh, Me either. Listen to it. Please, or listeners, listen to it and then contact me. I want to talk to somebody about it. Because <laughs> it's so fucking good. I know. Everybody's in serial. Well, oh, yeah. Everybody's listening to that, man. <laughs> uh, that's literally that's me. Literally. It literally is. I'm not even joking. I, it's no, one that of those, was your it's, reaction. It's one of those things where it's just like everybody's on it and I'm, I won't make any you know claims that I, it's n- the reason I'm not listening it is entirely because it's so popular and I'm just kind of like, I'll wait and check it out eventually. Yeah. And mm. I do I don't that. know why. I, I do that I with know. things. I and when I do, I do it, that. I think it's great. When you do it, it frustrates me to no end. I hate, I hate it's why it. you won't watch Breaking Bad. No, I just didn't get around to Breaking Bad, and then now it's just kind of like, eh. no. You you have said on this show that you're that you're. <laughs> I that said I would get part to it, of yeah. why you're not watching it. It's just to yeah. piss me off. I don't like doing that too often because yeah. it turns you into a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, I also think I might get rid of my TV, uh, <laughs> and maybe my microwave. We'll just boil pots of water on the. Uh, and I only eat uh, artisanal tomatoes. Yeah. Um, but man, cereal, you guys, it yeah. is fucking captivating. Hmm. Well, if you want to listen to cereal, you should go to tweakedaudio.com <laughs> and enter our offer code SYNWPC to get some headphones. They come in all shapes and sizes, different little e- inner ear, over ear, uh, different colors and stuff. And, uh, Beside your ear, nowhere near yeah, your ear. Nostrils. Uh, you can put these things anywhere. Anywhere. And uh, if you use offer code SYNWPC, you will get 33% off your order, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty. So head over to Tweaked Audio and do that. Offer code SYNWPC and use them to listen to Serial and also Phil Brulette. Filmer is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Casey and Greg went to see Foxcatcher, but the loser has to watch something that we have deemed shitty. This week, it was a theme pick. Uh, we picked the uh, the film Paradise Alley because it's also about wrestling, much like Foxcatcher, and uh, I had to stay home and watch that. But we also listened to an album that Greg gave us because he was the loser, and the losers get to give the winners an album to listen to. We listened to Kate Bush for the week, and uh, we'll roll four movies and punish an album for the next week, and that's how we play. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys. You explained it real good, Dan. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much. Um, yeah. <laughs> you you guys went and saw Foxcatcher, directed by Benet Miller, uh, mm-hmm. starring Steve Carell, Channing Tatum, Mark Ruffalo, amongst others. Big festival film that lots of people were talking about. Yeah. Uh, trailers that had it looking like it's going to be super amazing. I was really upset that I didn't win the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the thing, uh, the role. And, and IMDb describes this film, the plot, as wrestler Mark Schultz forms a relationship with his new sponsor, millionaire John DuPont, as they train for the 1988 Games in Seoul, a union that leads to unlikely circumstances as both men feel inferior to Mark's revered brother, Dave. There you go. That's yeah. what this movie's about. You guys saw it. Mm-hmm. Take us through it. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, what'd you think? Um, I this is the guy who did Moneyball, right? Yes. Yeah, Moneyball and Capote. Oh. Two movies I fucking love. Absolutely. Um, uh, oh, okay, well, I'll start with the performances are pretty fucking breathtaking. They're just great. Uh, and I really enjoyed how physical they were. Uh, Mark Ruffalo in particular was just, had this 
posture with his shoulders and the way he shook hands and the way he blumbered around. And I was just like, fuck, I know a lot of guys like that. That's really... And I've never seen Mark Ruffalo be that guy no, before. No, no, So he was completely outside of, of his normal thing that he does yeah. in a really subtle and fucking super interesting, but not over like not overt way no, no yeah man a, his wow. performance that's really cool i i, I, like I almost want to say that mark ruffalo's performance is the best performance and i i will and, say that uh yeah. carell and uh, uh channing tatum were both excellent i thought Channing tate's was pretty good pretty good i thought he was a pretty good boy <laughs> pretty good boy. Um, uh, i thought steve carell was fucking phenomenal yeah. but i think that he was robbed i feel like he for everything that he put into this movie, uh, he deserved a better movie. Yeah, to, this, to put it in, I didn't really like the movie. It's not a good movie. No, it isn't. Uh, I, I think it's a really nice looking film that doesn't have a single why to the things it raises at all. It doesn't explore the relationships between these people. No, um, it it just shows you these people mm-hmm. and then. And, and, and then, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it, it doesn't show you. I mean, I don't want I don't know if I want to give away like like what happens, even though it's based on based on, on a, a true story. Yeah. Well, and I got problems with that, too. Uh, yeah, because it didn't happen anyway like this. Right. Because Why? it was you... like a three day standoff or something like yeah. that. Well, all the interesting DuPont... things weren't in the fucking movie. <laughs> Why would you change that? Well, there's no need to. And the funny thing is they change it to something like the, the climax is so <laughs> like I, I, oh man, it's nice to actually sit here and talk about yeah. it because I'm oh, like, uh, I didn't realize how much I didn't like this. Yeah, movie. no, it really like uh, I was, I, I was really conflicted when I walked out of it because I'm like, well, geez, it looked great and those performances were really good, but yeah. I'm like, things felt wrong. And I, I was like, like, and I felt weird about the movie too because I was like, I didn't, I didn't know the story intimately, but I remember it. And I'm like, something feet doesn't, I don't know, something's not adding up. And it's like when when you make true story movies when you made them before the internet was a thing before there was a wikipedia people had to say like well they wouldn't have made it if it wasn't true yeah you just had to accept it you know and just you know whatever people people used to be very old time yeah <laughs> yeah it's true but now as soon as the movie's done with a true story you fucking read the wikipedia page everybody does it's yeah. like well this didn't happen in 1988 it happened in 1996 yeah you know? and the big relationship wasn't between mark schultz and DuPont, it was between Dave Schultz and DuPont. And he lived which, in Fox, Foxcatcher Farms for six fucking years before this shit happened. Which which is why, uh, I mean, the end is accurate-ish. Well, yeah, it happens in, in a driveway. But, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and the right people are involved. Yeah. But what, what is the point, then, of having... Mark Schultz, like, I mean, like, wh- why is he the main focus of, of the relationship? And why do you not see him to react to it? Oh my god, it is the fucking stupidest ending. <laughs> and he's just like at the end it's just like, oh, this is what he does now. Yeah. Which is something. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. And it's Jesus. like, okay, the other interesting thing is uh before uh it's a fucking this story happened 20 years ago. Before John DuPont kills Dave Schultz. Yeah. He started ha- everyone said he was having erratic behavior and everyone linked that to his new head of security that he started spending a lot of time with who tapped into his love of and interest of military and guns and he started having all this paranoid and violent reactions to things when he started spending about a year with this guy that's interesting which is super interesting show me and that and then easily you could have had um uh uh you know anthony michael hall play that character why not yeah uh, that was a weird thing like yeah. like 
like I feel like this movie was about a five hour movie that they cut down to two mm-hmm. because like there's it's so disjointed. Yeah. And, and, and you're just like, I don't understand these relationships. There's scenes that are fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. The scene where they um uh they're in the, the hotel room after winning the um the way uh, of the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and and they're all getting drunk, and yeah, oh, and man. Uh, John John Dupont, uh, uh, Steve Carell's character, is like weird and awkward around people. That's oh, yeah. just that's just yeah. kind of who he is because he's never really been socialized or anything, and he's drunk and everyone's drunk, and they're all like high on fucking winning and stuff, and. And so, and he starts wrestling with people, kind of thing, and 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 you see him trying so hard to connect, mm-hmm. and and it's fucking fascinating to watch. And I I wanted to see that from this character so badly. Yeah. I wanted to see somebody who just barreled into people uh, uh, because he didn't know how to to um to properly socialize, yeah. and and like and you get a sense of that because that's the person that he was, but. It's very heavy-handed, and and it happens every once in a while, and then, like, I feel like there were long stretches of this movie where nothing happened at all. Yeah, well, and there and were. it wasn't building tension. No, no, I mean there was that uneasy feeling for about an hour, the last hour of like something's going to go really bad here. Yeah, you yeah. Could feel it coming, <laughs> and it was a slow burn. And I'm like, I mean, there were there's things to like about this movie. There really are, and I feel like it should be seen because these actors did a hell of a job. Yeah, and you should appreciate that. But yeah. you can't take this movie as fact, which is a bummer. And it just fucked up, man. It's when like, the story itself is so much more interesting, it's so much more interesting because they've lived there for six years. Then the security guy comes in, starts making Dupont like crazy paranoid, and yeah. the people are out to get him. And right around that time is when Schultz is like, "I'm moving. I got offered this crazy job at the University of Alabama or whatever, so I got to move my family away from you." Yeah, and then he fucking kills him. Yeah, like I know that they don't really. There was never a uh, an actual motive presented because Dupont w- went, you know, off. But yeah. I mean, clearly, this stuff is linked. But the way they show that, and then he that, has a standoff with the fucking cops for three days in his fucking mansion. It's shown, and, and that's all shown. The lead up to him actually killing Dave Schultz is—I don't know how much of this I'm. I don't know. We've already. Yeah, fuck. I don't know, uh, man. It's a true the, story. The, the lead up uh, to it is from so years ago. confusing. Like, yeah, like what? Why he finally decides. That he has to go kill this guy is super unclear. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds oh, yeah. like but you just watch what their the relationship is is super unclear. You know, yeah. It, like the, the general like comeback at saying like why would you change something is usually like well you know you have to change things because they're different like true life and and movies are different mediums. But it sounds like they've changed it in a way that like. Usually there's a there's you can say like well they changed it because you know that doesn't work on film how do you yeah, show yeah. that but yeah. it sounds like they've shown they've changed, they've but the, changed but it in a weird way. What actually happened was so much more cinematic yeah. than what yeah. they presented on the screen. Yeah, and it, it happened sounds in like they made bizarre changes. Yeah. Now maybe I don't know if maybe this was a thing because it's because uh, uh, I actually going in I didn't know I didn't put it together that John Dupont was of the Dupont family. Uh, who are a group of fucking horrible people. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so like so I don't know maybe there was like a thing like I was like okay well maybe they had to change a certain amount of the story yeah but then they still kept him his name and who yeah, he yeah. was like that he was part of the Dupont family yeah. so I I don't know what was going on know. here but again like if you're gonna like so good. really good and it looks really good it's well shot it looks really nice the cinematography yeah is it's, wonderful. but it's it's easy I think it's easy to film winter I think yeah, winter's yeah, a really yeah, yeah. cinematic yeah, uh, sure. season. Um. Yeah, man. Like, like, really disappointed. Yeah, right. yeah. Hugely. 
Like it, I can see, and it's not even a like it's not a necessarily a bad movie, but it's the most disappointing I've seen all year. That sucks. Uh, no, I I definitely say watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Wait until it's on Netflix or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. What, what do a you think? Down. All the makeup was necessary for Carell. Do you think? No, not at all. I think they maybe... really um, Charlize Theron him up. Yeah, uh, but it looked more like makeup on him than it did on her. I feel like I, mean, uh, yeah. I haven't seen Monster in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I think that the I think that the nose prosthetic, um, uh, which which I think was subtle on somebody like Car- Steve Carell who has like a larger nose anyway. Yeah, it still was uh, off putting and and made it feel a little Dick Tracy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the I I thought the texture of his skin. Yeah, I the, thought the that gums and stuff like you know they yeah. did some things that it worked, but I felt like I don't is this necessary to tell this story? Yeah, no. When I think that his posture and mannerisms were enough, like yeah. I think his his characterization of who the man was was is great. It's really good. The performance. I think I wonder if maybe this performance will get just a little buried under the makeup as far as like looking yeah. at the real work that he did, which I think is uh, quite strong. Yeah, like I, I was so disappointed with how much Steve Carell put into to this characterization, and and I again I feel like they really pulled the rug out from under him with with the direction and, and the tone of the yeah, movie. The script, the script was is so um, uh, unnoticeable. Yeah, and there's a lot of I felt dialogue going in strong directions, like a scene building up, like back forth, back forth, you know. A character taking up over the top, and then just it fizzled out. Like, do you yeah. think? It's, so, do you think nothing. it is editing? I, I, mm. I have, I have a really strong feeling that it, that it was because no, like, look at the other stories that Bennett Miller has told. I mean, um, Capote is such a great biopic, yeah, uh, and Money and it's excellent. It's as dense as it needs to be, yeah. Um, and, uh, 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 and and Moneyball, yeah, same thing. Like it's a story that goes from A to B. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's what you need. So like, I I feel like Bennett Miller was trying to give the the story as much room as it needed, and somebody was like, no, cut out like an hour of this yeah. thing. Yeah, I tell you those. Uh Foxcatcher tracksuits are sweet though. Fucking awesome! <laughs> I spent most of the the trailer going. I got. I should get like, one. I of would those. like to wear that if yeah. it wasn't. Uh, I like that t-shirt. A murderer's outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, sweet. Yeah. Pretty uh, good. Oh, uh, a little side note to the story. Uh, or we were watching the movie and we got there late, so we were in the second row back. That's a, that's a hard way to watch. Movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, everything was going fine. Until about uh, an hour and 45 minutes into the movie, somebody fell down the stairs. <laughs> what? Don't laugh, asshole. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, so, like, we were just watching, and then we hear, oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, everybody, dude was out cold. What? Oh, like, uh, um, was he an old fella? Or? Uh, no, he's a younger oh, a yeah. younger gent. Uh he uh, yeah fell down the stairs and everybody was like what are we supposed to do yeah and then you know like security comes in or, or whatever and there's this woman sitting like behind us a couple of rows and she's like somebody call 911 somebody call 911 has anyone called 911 somebody should call 911 Call nine. Has anyone called nine one one? You lady. You know what they exactly. I'm like, you know who has a cell phone? You, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Nobody's gonna call nine one one because we're in a theater where they have plans to deal with stuff like this. Yeah. So, uh, like, stop trying to be a. Uh, uh, Especially if the people have already come in to, li- to like figure out what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Like, and there was a dude who was like, literally, like, I'm a doctor, and he went over and. Uh, 
And That's they, kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really great. And and so they took him out and everything. Like he got up, regained consciousness, they took him out and uh and somebody came out this kind of ruined my my uh Hollywood magic a little bit. Uh, a woman comes out and she's like, okay, you know, he's going to be okay and everything. Uh, do you want us to rewind the movie? <laughs> and I'm like, no, pretend it's on reels and stuff. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, then the doctor comes in again, the doctor guy who's checking him out. And he comes in and he's like, he's going to be okay. <laughs> everybody in the... In the everybody cheered and clapped. It was really sweet. And, yeah. and, and Myos was like, oh, you Canadians are cute. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we kind of are. Yeah. Like it was, well, that's more exciting than the movie. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> hey, did you get uh, free like? Sorry about the disturbance passes. Uh, no, I'm. I, I actually wondered if if that was going to happen, but uh, but they probably I, don't have to because it's not their fault technically. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> well, like it I would be in poor once. taste yeah. if they were like, oh, some asshole interrupted my movie. <laughs> By getting I'd like injured. a free movie. Please. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, fucking uh, when I saw Birdman, uh, I don't even know what happened, but I heard. I was like, it was like ten minutes into the movie, and there was like noise going on, like, but yeah, oh, f- far enough away that I couldn't be the one who yells. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, That's somebody, th- you don't tell me there's not a me in your section. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> who's policing that section? <laughs> I like no, to think yell at a motherfucker. A yeah, lot of people uh, like get, like the all the U's meet before the theater, and they're like, I'll take this section. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're, gonna You're gonna be out. quadrant six. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be up in quadrant yeah. three. Uh, but yeah, there was some kind of like noise happening. I couldn't figure out what was going on, but people were talking and loudly. And then people went were like ushered out or something. Yeah. Like that. And I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I was like, thank God, because I was like really distracted in the yeah. first little bit of the movie. I'm like, I can't do this with this kind of movie. And then they gave us free passes. Yeah, no free passes for us. Oh man. Yeah, that's a but you got I'm ripped gonna, off. I'm gonna call the varsity tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, remember when the I was watching the movie and the guy fell down the thing? <laughs> Could I have a have free movie, movie please? Did they rewind it? They did rewind yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, nice. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to see Foxcatcher, mm. watch your step. Yeah, <laughs> but I th- had that thought too of like, why do they make? theater stairs so just willy-nilly some of them are like three feet long some of them are only a half an inch long but they got those lights to distract you while the movie's on so you don't trip Mm. well yeah to distract you (laughs) (laughs) well if they're gonna make wonky stairs i don't need a distraction no well i i'm torn because i think those lights are important because then you can see where the stairs are but at the same time sometimes they're a little bright and if you're sitting on the aisle you're like there's a light right here beside me yeah Yeah, yeah. or if you're wearing uh three glasses sometimes the reflection on the side of the glass oh, yeah, catches them and i'm bitch. like i can't fucking <laughs> where am i yeah uh, yeah um, we, we have real problems yeah <laughs> totally yeah the lights in the theater <laughs> well uh to, to before we segue into my movie i'll say real quick when i saw mocking jay part one yeah they had you threw yourself i down threw the myself down the stairs <laughs> I was like, these lights are confusing me. This movie's boring. <laughs> I, um, we got in and the lights were like really, really bright. And we were like, this is weird. It's making our skin look weird. Like, cause it's like those like fluorescent lights. It was really bizarre. And then the movie starts and they never go off. And, and it was like, like the trailers are on. And I'm like, why are these lights still on during the trailer? And then like the movie starts. And I'm like, these lights are on. And I'm not a Greg. So I was like waiting. I was like, <laughs> like looking around, like somebody, I, I was like, re- I have this thing when it, 
when like something like that is happening to me where I just like I really wait it out but with like an escalating anxiety oh yeah yeah because, oh like, that's the I, worst because like I don't like doing like I don't like being like the center of anything so I won't yell at people but I'll sit oh. there and I'll be like okay next time that person takes their phone out I'm gonna say something and then they take it out and my anxiety level goes up and I'm like okay well fucking one next more time, time. <laughs> yeah and that happens See? over and over and over yeah, again yeah. so it was like literally like three minutes into the movie like it's starting to become like I can't watch this movie these lights are gonna be on and then I'm like nobody's getting up though my anxiety levels are like about to like explode and then mm. finally someone gets up and i'm like oh, okay and then i just wait for him to go say something to and, they t- <laughs> and they turn it off yeah uh see I, I i'm more of a dan now i used to be more greg than greg oh absolutely. <laughs> i used to be like if there was the slightest yeah yeah uh the the, slightest not even noise. like three strikes you were like oh no it was the <laughs> slightest noise and i yelled at everybody <laughs> you fuck off you shut up <laughs> uh but yeah, but now, but like, I got to this point where I'm like, I'm just not. Then I spend the next ten, fifteen minutes not enjoying yeah. the movie because yeah. I'm like, oh, what if I got to deal with retribution now? And <laughs> what if fucking you know, like, yeah. uh, now nobody's enjoying the movie, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna sit here and not say anything. But then I don't enjoy the movie because I'm like, I just want to punch it. I just yeah. want to punch that phone out of their fucking hand. It's lose, lose. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not enjoying a movie. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I had to stay at home and watch Paradise Alley. This uh, is a 1978 film directed and written by and starring Sylvester Stallone about three Italian-American brothers living in the slums of 1940s New York in Hell's Kitchen, trying to help each other with with one's wrestling career, using one brother's promotional skills and another brother's con artist tactics to thwart a sleazy manager. Mm. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I got some notes here. On its face, it sounds bad. E- <laughs> oh, yeah. On its face and then watching it. and <laughs> But it has those sweet opening credits. Yeah. It's the I'll- only thing I really know about this movie. Okay, I'll get to the credits. So let- <laughs> let's talk a little. Like I don't- I'm not going to talk too long about this movie. I have some notes, but it's mm-hmm. bad. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so this is like coming. Okay, so he made Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Like big fucking success. Yeah. Uh, and then like he it. did um fist and he wrote the screenplay for fist yeah. which was that like about um labor yeah i didn't i've never seen it it's, uh, but i think it's about yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then he made this yeah so it was kind of like he's written in like he he did rocky big success he did fist and now it's kind of like okay he's a thing now mm. he has free reign yeah. right his ego is like out of control quickly hit a, like a peak of out of control yeah. and then this is what happens um, and then after this, which wasn't received well, he made Victory and then Rocky Two. So right. it was like, oh wait, I know my place now. Yeah. After this spectacular, I've never failure. seen Victory. Is it good? I've never seen it either. The soccer uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Pele in that? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> 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 mm, yep, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, so I, the, as I said, this movie takes place in New York in the 40s in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, it's about three brothers, Cosmo, Lenny, and Victor. Lenny is like a smart one, and uh, he sort of works like, um, I think he's like, he works with like, it's Armand Asante, and he works like as a coroner. And then Cosmo is sly, and he's like kind of a con artist who is making money however he can by panhandling in quirky ways, which I'll get to, and and sort of <laughs> other things. But he's he's kind of got big dreams to get out of the get out of Hell's Kitchen, but he doesn't really have the you know skills to do anything other than kind of eke his way through life. And then Victor, who is 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's kind of like their brother that's a little bit of a simpleton, but he's well meaning and, and he's kind of a he's kind of a dummy, but he, he's he's uh he's he's nice and he hauls ice around as a job. He's like has like one of those hooks that he like slams into ice and carries him upstairs and shit because he's really strong um so the movie opens with a race and greg knows about this because yes, it, I do. It, it opens with like oh sly stallone's like what a nice night for a race and the, you find out that they're gonna run across the rooftops yeah. for uh, like five bucks or something and whoever gets to the end there's five bucks down there and they're gonna get it yeah. so they're running over well, over a song. There's a yeah. song playing. Well, it's, it's a theme like, song. You know, on your mark, get set, go. And then slow-mo and running. And we go right in. The race is all slow-mo. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the song so, starts. And then the song starts, and it's it's about what you would think a song sung by Sylvester Stallone would sound like. <laughs> he He's not. And now, he hits notes. He's yeah. not a bad singer, but no, it's, he, it's so distinctly his voice. Yeah, yeah that's the crazy <laughs> thing about him singing. Yeah. Like, because he, like, he does. He hits the notes, and I was thinking, like, he's not technically a bad singer he's no. actually he, he no. hits some some like kind of croony notes and you're like all right you can sing but then it's like but it's all through his drawl like hilarious. yeah it's really funny oh, and boy. then it goes on it feels like it it it's it's like a long song it's really long you had to get the whole thing in there like <laughs> and then the movie it. plays its hand of what the tone is going to be because there's this really slow fucking like running you know with this song over it, and you're like okay this is weird because of the song but in terms of what's going on it's just like a slow very serious race and then the fucking guy that he's racing falls off the roof and there's this like slow-mo shot of the guy in the air going like whoa like with his arms and legs flying around i'm like this fucking guy is dead <laughs> and it, and it's a slow shot and you're like yeah like he just fell off of a roof and it's a really serious slow shot you're like holy shit like this this race just got real right. and then it cuts to a shot of him hanging hanging onto a ro- rope like going yeah and like sly like says something to him as he runs by like i don't know what he says but, like <laughs> it's like he really uses his sparkling wit it's like faster. it's like fu- and then i'm like what the fuck is this movie (laughs) and then for the rest of the movie that's that's about it like this movie could have been good if it wasn't written directed and starring him Mm -hmm. there's a story here obviously he's like drawing on like things from his childhood growing up and 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 all that but it it's constantly being like oh here's something about these here's like characters that could exist that if they were written well but we're gonna do it as a goofy comedy and then it constantly flips back and forth between something that could be interesting but they're doing it entirely wrong like yeah. a, like a story about you know like i don't understand 
his ego must have been so big that I can do whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the outline of a story that makes sense for a Sylvester Stallone movie. Like, you know, these, like, kind of, you know, swept away characters who are going to try and crawl their way out. And they're going to do the only thing that they can, which is kind of, like, get their brother who's, like, dumb but s- strong to be a fighter. And we'll all, like, rally around him and figure it out. Like, yeah. that could be, you know, played straight a movie that he probably could have made really well around this time. Yeah, but instead, yeah. it's like, I'm Sly. I'm the star. I get like a thousand lines in the first half an hour. Yeah. I get like, <laughs> I get like to be super verbose and and really witty and like tons of dialogue and it's all about me and it's fucking it's bad, man. But it's bad in a weird way that I wouldn't say don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> but so so him and his brothers like they're kind of like in a bar like like trying to plan ways out but the weird thing about him and his brothers is that they carry they they carry around like a canary or something like a bird in a cage like for the whole first chunk of the film <laughs> and i'm like okay why i don't know like it's 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 victor's <laughs> it was very in in the 40s yeah <laughs> can the canary talk i don't know like it doesn't do anything it, it's victor's so i think he just like because he's kind of like you know i just want my i think he just likes him victor's the sweetly retarded one. yeah he's like i think i just want you know like they don't really say what there's nothing like technically wrong with him as a character it's just right. kind of like he's the sort of like slow one in, of the group who's not as smart as the others but he's well to do right and so i think he just it's his it's his bird so he brings him everywhere but they don't really explain it like that it's just all of a sudden they have a bird and then <laughs> it's just like Sly Stallone is like I want this uh, character to be kind of stupid. Don't uh, retards got birds, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what he. Th- I think that's what he says in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Sly, retards got birds. <laughs> and then so, and then uh, like a, a rival gang like comes in, and then the rival gang has a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one of the one of the guys like in the rival gang has a monkey, and Sylvester Sloan's like, oh, "Dude, that monkey." <laughs> So they have a they have an arm wrestle for for the monkey, and then Sylvester Stallone wins the monkey and then takes him out on the street to like get him to be kind of like a thing to show people. On the rooftops. No, I wish <laughs> he brings him on the streets to be like you know check out the dancing monkey, but the monkey doesn't dance. Who's going to use it to get money? Ah, uh, but it doesn't work out. No. Um, now to circle back real quick, yeah, because that, that monkey dances for no man. <laughs> did the monkey dance previously? Or did I don't he think just so. Assume he just assumes that when he took that monkey out on the street. It would dance. It would dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Circle back on the race real quick. When the uh, after the guy falls and stuff, uh, Sylvester Stallone gets to the end of the race, and the five dollar bill is nailed on the wall with like forty nails. <laughs> <laughs> so then he like pulls it out and it like rips into pieces, and then he like picks all the pieces off of the wall. And I was like, that's no good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like what? use one nail. <laughs> yeah. Or just keep it in your wallet. Yeah. Where somebody can't come along and steal it <laughs> totally. before you're done the race. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean this whole movie, I mean, it's about them doing the wrestling thing that doesn't happen until the final half hour of an hour and 45 minute movie. Um, (laughs) and it's just, it's, it's so clumsy. It's so self-indulgent. Like it's just, it's, it's a bizarre train wreck. I had some fun watching it cause it's kind of like, what is this? Like, it's so of his mind, and he th- and you can tell that, like, he thinks, you know, there's really dramatic parts. Like, he gets to really kind of go off at times because there's, like, a love triangle between... So Sylvester Stallone is dating Armand Desante's, like, ex, but then Armand Desante, like, gets back with his ex, and Sylvester Stallone becomes, like, really upset about it. Like, you guys were leading me on by, the like, 
somehow and he gets really upset and he's able to kind of have some yelling scenes at his brother and stuff but they don't work and it's just constantly jumping back from like the goofiest shit like it's that (laughs) 70s weird goofy where it's like there's all these characters but they're they don't actually have like a character you know what i mean like there's nothing underneath these characters it's just like well i'm a wacky character i got a fucking monkey on my shoulder (laughs) i don't know why does the monkey stay in the movie after he won't answer absolutely not so i we assume it's he's He's, probably killed yeah i think so (laughs) kill and eat it huh yeah Yeah, because they would kill and eat anything in the well yeah and so and like the movie is about them trying to like crawl out of like the situation they're in so there's like moments where you know we see where they live and it's pretty gross and there's cockroaches and stuff but then like monkey skeletons and like (laughs) monkey skeletons everywhere (laughs) and then uh but then like sylvester sloan's like hitting a plate of food with like a hammer or something because there's cockroaches on it and you're just like this is goofy so then when the movie becomes like trying to be a uh like a crowd pleaser match of wrestling at the end of the film you're like but the fucking stakes are are weird because you've sold me this movie as a comedy for <laughs> like 90 minutes yeah you know yeah. and you're unsure of what the reality actually yeah. is yeah. so it's kind of like i don't know if you lose this match you'll probably just go back to like having kind of problems with your brother about like the girl you're teaching having monkeys sex with, out of dance but Where's probably like Sly yeah starting to teach a monkey to dance but probably just having goofy weird times in bars with animals it's <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> Yeah, but okay, so it it finally becomes about a wrestling match. It, they try and make it like a crowd pleasing thing it, it, for some reason. So the bar that they wrestle at's called Paradise Alley. That's why it's called the movie's called uh-huh. that. Right. So they like go there one night and randomly there's like a guy in the ring and they're accepting anyone in the bar can come fight this guy and, the, and they send the brother in and he does pretty well. So they decide like we're going to do this and Armantasante is going to be like the manager and and Sly is going to be the trainer and this all just kind of all of a sudden happens and all of a sudden like Armantasante is like doing the business thing and it's nothing like you would have expected his character to be like earlier in the movie yeah it was kind of like he can do that yeah, now. yeah yeah it's like he, the whole movie he's like I don't know man this is probably a bad idea we should just stick to what we know and then all of a sudden he's like I'm fucking doing it I'm the businessman and it's like <laughs> I don't know why you did that yeah. the same thing with Sly he's kind of like it's my idea but then out of nowhere he's like training him he's like throw that toilet in the ocean with all those rocks and that'll get your muscles big I don't know I'm a trainer <laughs> <laughs> So uh, like, was that just an example <laughs> that you use, or was that in the movie? That's in the movie. Oh, okay. There's a scene where he's just like, uh, pick those rocks up. Yeah, throw those in the water. Uh, pick up that crap over there. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, finally it becomes, you know, they, they do the wrestling circuit. The Victor becomes Kid Salami for some reason. That's his wrestling oh, name. They, they hang Salami around his neck before oh he fights. And then uh, he's pretty good at that, and they start making money. And then it becomes like he's going to fight the, like, dude from the gang that had the monkey. They're, that's like The battle's going to be, like, the two gangs from the Get earlier back fight. monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it becomes two guys powerbombing each other in. In the, in the rain for like 15 minutes because for some reason it's raining inside at the at the end of what? the movie they're in paradise alley i don't know if they open the roof up or something but all of a sudden it's raining yeah you know all those all retractable f- dome yeah. roofs they had yeah. in bars in the 40s yeah either yeah. they did that or, or yeah. they the or, sky dome was <laughs> was a bar in yeah. the 40s right so we're led to believe that either they i can't i probably missed it <laughs> but like there's probably a reason and i'm missing it but <laughs> they either they open the roof up or they i don't know what they put some like like hoses up there or turn the fire alarm. I don't know they did yeah. something to make it rain and they just slow-mo powerbomb each other into water and then like one of them wins and then it fucking ends and, yeah. and, and it was uh, bizarre it's so uneven it's so tonally crazy it's so weird to think that like Sylvester Stallone decided you know what I'm gonna make this movie apparently he wrote it before 
uh, Rocky. So I think it was like a, it was obviously one of those like now I can do anything I want. It's yeah. going to be my goofy seventies comedy passion project. Yeah. He was originally going to set uh, cast only African Americans, and then uh, Universal I think was the company they were like, no, you have to be in this, and it yeah. has to be about like Italian Americans. And yeah, if we're going to make this shitty movie, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder what I uh, like. Would it have been a comedy that way, or would he have done something a little bit more serious? And, and why did he just want black people? Like I mean, I don't know what what story was he telling with that. Not, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I wouldn't say don't watch it because <laughs> it is. It's a one. Of I'm those, not gonna watch. It's it. one of those weird things. <laughs> yeah, though, I'm gonna go ahead and not because it's like it's, you told me everything I need to know. It's almost like an like a weird like window into his life at the time. You know what I mean? Like there, yeah. I feel like there's more interesting stuff in the edges of this movie. It, kind it, of like what did you think you were doing? Yeah. Like like the direction's not bad. Like I mean, it's it's pretty bad. But it's like it's shot well, but then kind of like edited weird. So it's it it like there's things about it that are good, but it's all kind of chopped up and weird tones and all over the map. And it's kind of like, what was your vision with this? That's interesting, but mm. it's not a good movie. Mm. And I'm sorry, David from Drink Along, who was in the comments of our last right. episode, like I liked that movie when it came out. And if you watch it like a cartoon, you'll I guarantee you'll like it. And I was like, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee, I did not <laughs> I guarantee like you, it. it was a shitty cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, there you I go, just David. didn't like it. Like yeah. If it was a cartoon, that monkey would have danced. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, but that's uh, that's the movie. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Can we can we get a sweet pause going? I got to pee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I lost this week. Greg, you lost last week. I certainly did. You gave us an album. I certainly did. What uh, and why did you give us? Uh, I gave you the Dreaming, yeah, uh, 1982 album by Kate Bush. Um, I just, uh, well, I decided I hadn't given a good album or an album in my life yeah. anyway in a and long we've had time. Some good combos, so yeah. And uh, I'd wanted to to give you guys a Kate Bush album because, I, as I said last week, like I got into Kate Bush when I was like 18 or something like that, and uh, I have just spent all of that time not being able to talk to anybody yeah. about it because yeah. no one was into it and a lot of people really hate it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a long, a lonely time being a Kate Bush fan and I just was, uh, I, I really like forever, I was like pretty certain I was going to give you uh, Hounds of Love, which is the album after this, which has like just a bunch That's of hits one, on it. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, really big. But even that's a weird album because side one is all the hits and then side two is this weird like concept album about yeah. a guy lost at sea. It's great, but it's totally bizarre. Um, so she's always sort of weird, and I'm just a huge fan. I uh, I uh, I got her greatest hits, uh, the whole story, when I was 18, and uh, I just yeah, I fell in love with it, and it's just been like a. You long... wrote a song about it. I certainly did. Yeah. Uh, Casey and I were in a really uh, loud, aggressive band at one point, and one of our most erratic songs was yeah. <laughs> about my uh, love of Kate Bush. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was erratic. And erotic. That's right. Uh, <laughs> That's erotic. Yeah. yeah. It was erotic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I really... i with that one. Uh, I love this album, and I really like how bizarre and unique it is, and I love that it's all hers. And she's young as shit when she did it, and it's just like you get a very pure uh, piece of work from an artist who's just really trying to do their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super cool. And everyone said it was unconventional at the time. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a quote on the Wikipedia from her saying that, like, people were saying it was uncommercial, but that she thought it was weird that, like, the single she released went not number three when they, when they released it. And so yeah. she was like, why are you telling me it's uncommercial if my song just went to number three? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's... I think they really... 
wanted something different for, for her, and yeah. this was her big turning point. I mean, her stuff had already been weird. You know, like Wuthering Heights and Babushka, like these hits had already happened, and they're bizarre in yeah. their own yeah. way. Um, but this was really the jumping off. And then when she started, you know, really working with crazy uh, studio techniques and, like, wanted to do her own thing her way, and she really just became sort of a mystery. And then the label, you know, luckily just got out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's working, so go whatever. Yeah. And also, I think the reaction to this being uncommercial, then she came back with the whole story. It's like, fine, you want pop songs? Here's five genius pop songs. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. And it was a huge, huge album for her. But, uh, yeah, I, I picked this album because it is challenging but i i think it's i think it's my favorite maybe but it's her most complete work i think in my mind and i like it because i've had like five different favorite songs on mm-hmm. this album like every couple, few years or whatever as i've gotten into this album like i have a different favorite yeah so i feel like that's a strong album when you keep uh picking different ones yeah like, yeah this yeah, is my sure. song yeah. So anyway, and I never, and I, I never yeah. heard. I don't know what you'll think of it, and I'm nervous. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's always a weird feeling when yeah. you get. Oh man, you're like, oh fuck. So I'd never heard, as I mentioned last week. Sure. I'd like heard like you know one or two of her songs here yeah, and there. Not any of these, I would imagine. Yeah, I mentioned that like some pe- like people were kind of a lot of indie bands were covering Kate Bush for a while, mm. and I heard a lot of cloud busting on uh, some other bands doing that stuff. Yeah, that's so, what got me into her. Was yeah. cloud busting. I love that. So song. I kind of knew it as sort of like a somebody taking her style and doing something else with it mm-hmm. yeah. so it was interesting to jump in and i and yeah I, this was the first time i've ever listened to one of her albums straight through mm-hmm. and, and casey what, yes what you how you had heard some stuff right oh i'm i'm aware of kate bush uh very peripherally like the hits and yeah. um uh the the song woman's work i think is just absolutely beautiful yeah, and kind of heartbreaking stunning. and and just a great uh, song to use in a movie or TV show. Yeah, and it's been used to great effect, mm-hmm. as such. But yeah, that's the. It, it's only been that and running up the hill or uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even. I, I'm not even 100 percent sure I know Cloudbusters. We gonna call. But yeah, so this is my first. Yeah. Uh, my first time kind of spending spending a lot of time with KDB. Yeah, how should we dive into this? As the people that were forced to listen to it, yeah. How do you? Because I, so Greg, you said like listen to it twice at the very least, mm-hmm. and listen to it on headphones. Yeah. I listen to it more than twice, and yeah. always on headphones. Yeah, yeah so I will say that. Um, yeah, and it was a weird. Uh, it it was weird, and you know, listening to it a, a few times was was the best way to go about it. I won't say that like I I I listened to it and then was like no, and then kept listening and was like yes but i did <laughs> i was sort of like i don't know what to do with this and then i listened to it a few times more i did i liked this album quite a bit but i still am in that kind of like troubled spot where i'm kind of like i don't know what it is about it yeah i don't know oh, this where. Album took me years to really fully appreciate i can totally yeah. understand that i i conversely i really I, I no I can't say I like this album or I love this album I really really like this album and also I really don't like it there's things about uh, it I don't like for sure yeah the first Do you know song? what it made me it made, it made me really hate uh, Tori Amos a lot more yeah uh, Hermes <laughs> because like I mean having not spent a lot of time with Kate Bush I think Kate Bush is a legitimate genius I Absolutely. think that, that that her ideas Absolutely. of of what of our, what songwriting is are um fucking fascinating and i think to do an album like this so young it, and to be doing it all kind of like i'm gonna go make my own album and yeah, this is what it is, is like amazing 23 yeah. and 
hot. Like, so she could have easily been, you know, Olivia Newton-John or whoever. Mm. But she was like, uh, no, I'm just going to go in the corner and be a weirdo for a while. Yeah. And it's like, uh, oh, cool. Do that. Do that fucking definitely. But there are there are some really irritating things on this album. Some of it for me was... Sorry. Now go for it. Also, I feel like those irritating things are very much on purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I feel like they're in the spirit of that, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So when she was being kind of irritating, I'm like... It's weirdly hot and and yeah. also like super fucking uh, like kind of punk rock and 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 like n- not to use that term gr- grossly, which I just did. But um, there's something very defiant about this album. Mm-hmm. Um, and Definitely. I don't feel a lot of like I thought uh, she, she would be a lot more sort of fragile and like like there was going to be kind of a delicacy to what she does but uh, I didn't feel like that at all I felt no, like this no. was Not pretty hard edged yeah. and, and like for being as dynamic and pretty as it is sometimes mm. and she has all these different voices no, totally. she's just like uh, she's playing several several parts do you know what you know what? like uh, uh, it surprised me listening to it every single time listening to it uh I I was like I I'm surprised that you're not a bigger fan of musical theater because <laughs> like her it's very theatric uh, yeah, yeah yeah but like and, and and even like her the um her use of like instrumentation and 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 where a song goes is very musical theatery mm, definitely I mean, specifically all over the uh, place and kind of uh, yeah like very like kind of Lloyd Webbery mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. um, but much less accessible yeah, yeah, yeah. than totally. Lloyd Webber, well I've latched on to some things from musical theater that I've enjoyed it's just like most of it's so stupid yeah most uh, of it's <laughs> very stupid <laughs> but some of it's good and I generally like theatrical music like I can get into that in a to an extent yeah, yeah. right but I, I just I guess I picked this album for you guys because there was that turning point like recently when I got, got back into this album because I picked it up on vinyl and it just suddenly just sounded like pop songs to me and like this isn't weird anymore like oh, all this yeah. makes sense and like, I can't see imagine that. I, it, I stopped trying to make it make the songs do what I wanted them to do and just let them just be what they can, are yeah. I can totally see what you mean absolutely because uh, I feel like listening to it you know and you were saying like I, you heard Ween in it or yeah, yeah. Athena heard Ween in it and yeah, like, there's Depeche Mode shit going yeah. on with the weird breathing percussion and yeah. stuff yeah like, and, and it's it's pop like I think people get stuck up on like the pop has to mean that there's like a hook or that like yeah, like, right. like the, these songs have like melodic phrases all through them that are like super poppy it's not mm. that they are being repeated you know no, all no, the time, exactly and that doesn't mean it's that's not that's actually something that i really that i really loved about this this record and, it, and and it's heartening to to hear that stuff like this was being done in 1982 there's something that i really love about when when a song does something that just fucking breaks my heart or that i just like go oh my god that is so fucking brilliant or so catchy or so whatever mm-hmm. and then they just don't do yeah. it again yeah, yeah. it's just that little moment in time yeah. in the yeah. song it's like it's good enough for that or yeah. they bring this it back and it's good enough for yeah. right here like, and then i'm going to and then i'm going to just going to take it off in a yeah. completely different direction i think direction. they're almost the, the smoothest uh, and catchiest pop moment in the song is in that song Houdini, the second last track. Yeah. It starts as like a piano and beautiful singing, and yeah. then it goes into this like sweet up tempo, like kick drum led pop verse. Yeah. That's like, oh, this is where the song lifts off, and then it stops, and she's like, no, I'm going to sing like a monster now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no pop song here. Which 
again, like I, I, I don't want to like make it sound like oh she fucking hot, <laughs> like I was like like fucking listening to her like a frat guy. But there is something extremely attractive about what she does. Oh yeah, like like and, and it's not to take away from from uh you know just just to make it like about oh this is what a hot girl does. It's it's not even the fact that she's physically attractive. It's the fact that what she's doing is so weird and just like uh, such a singular vision there's something really i find um i don't want to say sexually attractive because <laughs> it makes me feel weird about everything but there is something like that that just there's like this crazy attraction to yeah. it yeah no i think there's an innate sexuality in her music oh Definitely. good oh yeah, absolutely sexuality at the very least yeah, yeah. um yeah like i i yeah that, that sort of uh Defiance of everything going on in music being so uh, straightforward with her vision, which yeah. has carried her entire career, made her one of the most successful yeah. uh, female artists in British music history. Um, I it was something I latched onto as a teenager, and then just, it just my appreciation for it has just grown and grown. Yeah, over the years, like I spent a long time just on the whole story, the greatest hits album, because mm-hmm. I was kind of it was daunting to go into her other work because it was so like, well, I don't want to know what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like really crazy shit. Uh, and it took a, a, me a long time to really branch out. It was, you know, maybe 10 years after I, I got into her that I really started kind of dipping more into the, the other albums, but it's been a really gratifying process. I don't like all the albums and I don't like every song on this album. Well, there's only one I don't like, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think she's a pretty special artist. I, th- I think the people either have a, a, an opinion of that they are misguided with, or they haven't. You yeah. got to give it time. It's weird shit, man. I think <laughs> to go back to like the 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 bit about like the defiance in her music. I think it's really cool. I think what I what I think is really cool about the defiance like on display in this album, which is again the only one I've heard. But I think it's cool that like with everything you know we said with everything going on in the music that she does something like this. But I think what's cool about that is she's doing something on this album that uses what's ever what's going on in music. Like mm. she's like creating this kind of artful act of defiance using like the things that like she's almost expected to use. Like, right. Like like you're supposed to do like synthesized pop music or you're supposed yeah. to do kind of like hooky things. And it's kind of like you know what? Well maybe I'll take hooks and put them everywhere and not use them the way you want me to and maybe I'll use like a synthesizer to do this and that's not really like how it's used usually but it's taking like all these different things and putting that you would expect in a pop song right. and putting them in the wrong place to create right. something that isn't wrong yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yet at the same time it doesn't feel like ooh look at society look what I'm yeah, doing yeah, man yeah. like it feels like there's something so true about her vision yeah. that's uh that's like really um disturbing in a cool way for yeah. me like like listening to to the way she kind of constructed this uh it's exhausting and the thing that i think that when i was saying that i don't that i i really like it and i don't like it uh i almost there there were mo- moments where i'm like it's 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 really overproduced at, there's at, at i was going to mention the one thing the per- some of like like right off the top sat in your lap i love the song yeah but it has those synthesized yeah, like those horns synth hits yeah, and yeah, the yeah synth hits and i'm kind of like oh man this is not that i don't like that sound that it hasn't aged for me yeah uh i well I, see I actually, that's the thing is like i've always felt that way about that song because it was on the whole story yeah uh greatest hits and then it just eventually i was like well like they've feel right there though. yeah <laughs> i'm just yeah. very used to it. I, I sort of liked that i liked, be, I liked it because it, it's off-putting yeah like, be, because that sound is off-putting to and me, i it's... actually sort of like that sound yeah um yeah uh, so sometimes ugly irritating things become yeah 
the best part of Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I guess I like I like the arrangement, and I like that those stabs have to be there. But it's just there's something about the sound of them to me. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That for, I'll for, have for to me, get over. I wouldn't be heartbroken if they weren't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For for me, it, it's just it's just like okay, well, I don't think that uh, the vocals. Uh, okay, so yeah, you set the vocals here. There's like kind of a gang vocal thing going on um, that, that that's very set back, and now you're doing a very like now now you're the, the the main vocal line is very out front, and there's a lot of weird chorus on it that that chorus doesn't need to be there. It feels like the chorus is there just because they had chorus to fuck around with. Yeah, and, and I'm like, uh, the, that's unnecessary there. But that's just my own idiot head. Like, I mean, like, like that's just a matter of preference. Yeah. Um, that that has nothing to do with the songwriting, and the songwriting is is so impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I really. Um. Overall, it was a it was confusing at times, and there was other times where I really loved it, and other times where I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. But I think I'll uh, keep with this one and maybe try some more. Oh, I'm so. definitely gonna uh, like. I'm definitely gonna go do do like a uh, the, yeah. the major release album. Me too. Uh. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'll probably spend some time with Kate Bush over the yeah. next little while. I, yeah. If I could recommend anything, it would be to, to it particularly to go well with having experienced this. Yeah. Because this is a linchpin in her career. Everything's really changed yeah. with this album. Not sales-wise necessarily, but... Uh, career, yeah, art-wise. Art trajectory and, and style uh, influence to come forward. I mean, she would change again. But, yeah. Uh, if you go to her first album, The Kick Inside, yeah. and then realize that this is just five, four years later. Yeah. And then the whole story, which is after, or not the whole story, sorry, uh, Hounds of Love. Yeah. Which is after this. It's Kick Inside and uh, Hounds of Love really don't feel the same at all. Okay. But they put, throw this in the middle and it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly the turn. Yeah. Uh, but those are the two. Uh, those are the other two I'd really strongly recommend. Cool. Uh, out of her. Sweet. Pr- primarily Hounds of well, Love. Well, I got them devastating. all. Yeah. So. Devastating. Sweet. Um, well, I lost last week, so I get to give you guys something. Mm. Um, I've been really nice lately. Yes, you have. Uh, I've been you've on, also been sitting on a... Uh, I've been sitting on some stuff. <laughs> I'm not giving you what I've been sitting on. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I just want it to just be over with. <laughs> I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> um, so I've been sitting on something for a really long time, but I'm not going to pull it out today. And, mm-hmm. and as I said, I've been really nice. <laughs> I like it there. Yeah. I'm used to it. Uh, <laughs> sitting on some stuff. It was uncomfortable up. at first. Now I can't live without it. I know. It's warming up for you guys. Um, it's going <laughs> to... Um, but I have been really nice. We've had some really great conversations lately. Today we had a really good one about Cape Bush. And we've had Chemical Brothers and lots of other stuff. Uh, so I thought I'd throw a wrench in it. Uh, <laughs> you, I have to tip my hat to our good friend Strange Jason at Six Foot Plus who reminded me that something existed. Uh, which I then had to give you guys because tis the season to mm. listen to yeah. some Punk Goes Xmas. No. Uh, <laughs> fucking fuck. Which oh is my God. a long you running. Might have, you might as well have just kicked my teeth out. Uh-huh. A long running series put out by Fearless Records of some of the mm. absolute most garbage music that could ever <laughs> be uh, considered po- uh, punk. Yeah. Like, it's like not punk. There's stuff on this this album and and these series of albums that are just so far removed from the from the word punk. I can't understand how anyone would be okay with oh, uh, them, now, them is, appearing on an album with that on the title. Is fucking. this garbage? Garbage like <laughs> no effects kind of garbage, no, or is this what? garbage like Goldfinger? No, 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 no none of the above. Oh. Uh, the closest thing that you guys will have experienced is 
There is a newfound glory song on this album. Mm. That's but the best that's thing. That's the best thing about it because the other bands are all kind of like that new mall kind. Like there's there's songs in this that are just straight up like bands that are in shitty mall punk bands trying to 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 do super pop. Like what year? This is like right right now. <laughs> oh oh god oh so this isn't even like this no, isn't even like old even no throwback no yeah oh gross Dan I yeah. have to like this isn't just like I I can comfortably hate shitty quote unquote punk bands from nineteen ninety seven this is gonna be more like that I have to get used to new shitty punk bands this isn't like I think you guys are gonna be like I can't believe that the name punk is on this like uh, the closest uh, thing to punk on in, on this album is uh, newfound glory. Oh, um, God, that's and the rest of it's gonna. Be, I think some of it might fall in line with that uh, band I gave you with that with that douchey singer. I can't even remember that like crazy fucking metalcore like idiot guy. Do you remember that uh, Ronnie some Ronnie Rinky or whatever? Do you remember that guy and that album? I can't remember that falling backwards yeah, or something. I, I remember the album. I think there's gonna be stuff like that where it's like kind of cruddy metalcore bands that aren't considered punk but are on a <sighs> punk compilation for some reason doing like pop songs like. Xmas songs with like cookie monster growls. Oh, uh, this bums me yeah, out. Yeah, I'm really excited that you guys have to listen to this. This is terrible. Yeah. Who 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 uh put this into your head? Thanks uh Strange Jason Strange from Jason. Six Strange Jason. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He, he after last week I was so upset on the episode he just tweeted like you know what to do and sent me a link to to, <laughs> to this because he if knows he wasn't yeah. so like so great and so supportive of yeah. the show and just like such a sweet person all around uh, I, yeah. this would just make me <laughs> fucking hate he, that he, guy he said something like you know what to do and then like let the hate fill in your heart or something oh, I was like boy. yep absolutely aggressive yeah, so enjoy uh, that. I I have like a little, like a little tweak in my stomach thinking yeah, about listening enjoy to it. it. Listen to I it mean, at least twice with headphones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know. I like. I do feel like I'll probably have some kind of fun hating it. Oh yeah, I like think maybe because I do. I do aggressively it'll probably hate be, this shit. It'll probably be pretty painful at times too. Uh, okay. So I'm uh, looking forward to you guys telling me all about Punk Goes Christmas. Mm. Which um, you'll be listening to as well. Absolutely you love not. This bullshit. No, I fucking hate this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for now, we'll roll yeah, for we movies next week. <laughs> This week we are doing a winner's choice. Um, there's lots of stuff out there. Some new things coming out, but nothing major. That wild no. movie is coming out, which looks pretty good. But good reviews, but the trailers weren't great. Yeah, but, I, I uh, don't know. There, there was something I found very off-putting about. I think there's something I find very off-putting about Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I really want to see Force Majeure. I, I feel yeah, like I, I really want to see, see that, that too. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there. Big Hero Six, I've been meaning to watch. Lots yeah. of stuff, which is apparently fucking great. Yeah, that's I know. I, that's what I've been hearing. But uh, we decided, you know, well, I gave you guys a themed album, Christmas, uh, Christmas theme. But there's lots of other stuff out there for us to punish each other with, uh, <laughs> Christmas themed. So you may remember that David Dakota made a movie called A Talking Cat, <laughs> and we talked all about that. Oh my! Yeah. But he's made a movie. Uh, he made a movie in 2011, a TV film called Christmas. About a cynical youth whose mother is about to lose her job right before the holidays, and she is visited by a magical Christmas spirit. Yeah, it looks exactly. There's a dog on the cover. I hope it talks. <laughs> looks like there's like a ghost woman. And oh boy, yeah, this just looks like he's probably shot it in his house again. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. This is probably going to be painful. Also known as a Christmas puppy. 
According a Christmas to, puppy? According to IMDb. A talking Christmas puppy? Estimated puppy who believes in Christmas. <laughs> estimated budget a million dollars. I like estimated. <laughs> we bumped it up a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could not have spent more than a million dollars on this. <laughs> well, the house is probably worth a million. <laughs> uh, looks like yeah. an expensive dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey is rolling. All right. Let's do this. Christmas spirit versus oh that's a six. Yeah, it is a six ah. versus winner's choice. I'm gonna roll here. I've rolled an eight. Oh, this oh is shit! Awesome. Okay, come on, baby. Let's go. Greg is rolling Christmas spirit versus Daddy winner's the mall choice. Buying something nice. That's a two. That's a two. Yeah. Woo! You got it. Oh get man, nice you're getting the Christmas spirit. Christmas fucking uh, <laughs> oh, week. This is a shitty week. You now. get to watch a crazy David Dakota. <laughs> that's that's, true, but that's I, uh, not bad. Yeah. yeah, that could be okay. Maybe see if it syncs up with Punk Goes Christmas. Yeah, uh, uh, that's gonna be a very Christmassy week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, amazing. Oh, so boy. listen in next week for all of that and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, we are going to get to Greg's edition of 9021 Oh Yeah Relay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pump the brakes on that for a second. Whoa. I have breaking news. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring us back to the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee okay. for a second. I just received a text from a uh, friend of the show, Gavin Fox. Oh. Uh, they have finalized the casting on David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Okay. Which we've talked about before. It's a comic book movie about a bunch of villains who are brought together and sent on a suicide mission with yeah. the promise of being uh, exonerated. Yeah. Okay, so Will Smith has signed on and he'll be playing Deadshot, who's a guy with guns and okay. stuff. These are some C-list characters, let me tell you. Deadshot? Yeah, I don't really know him. I know more from Image than anything I've read. But okay. he's definitely okay. the character I'm most familiar with for the most part here. Tom Hardy will be playing Rick Flag, who's a... Uh, uh, some guy with guns. No okay. mask, nothing. Just some fucking guy. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn. There's okay. a character we know. Uh, Jai Courtney will be playing Captain Boomerang. Ooh. <laughs> so I don't know. These guys' agents. I don't know. <laughs> Superhero movies are the biggest. It can be Captain Boomerang, buddy. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, then we've got Kara... Uh, Delavigne is Enchantress. I kind of know who she is. Not really. And Jared Leto is the Joker. Oh. Yeah. There you go. There it is. He's going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have a Joker on screen in like a year or something. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. uh, The rest of the, like, okay, Jared Leto gets to be the Joker. That might really spiral into something. But the rest of these guys, like... These are some fucking cruddy characters. <laughs> well, yeah. I like, mean, maybe they're. I mean, they're, I, obviously they want a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of fucking like. Here's yeah. our fucking C-listers, D-listers. Seriously, Captain Boomerang. Come yeah, on, yeah. Man. He throws boomerangs. Yeah, no, I got. I, 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 through context clues, I, I think I. But he's a captain. I think yeah. I got that. Oh. <laughs> he's the captain of the boomerangs. Yeah, really. So. We couldn't have just. No one cares about the the history of Suicide Squad. Just pick some other fucking villains and it's get them in there. Yeah, at the beginning, it just seemed very incongruous because they're like, Will Smith, who's a, a giant fucking name, yeah. is playing Professor Crazy Hat. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Tom Hardy, who's like the biggest fucking hottest property right yeah. now. Oh, he's playing Lamp Fellow. It, it, this is the best we can get for Tom Hardy as a superhero yeah, character? Yeah, that's like, crazy. You've got to hold off on somebody big for him. You know, Wait for your Punisher reboot or something. Do they you have know? a director? Like, uh, David Ayer, isn't it? Oh, is that? Is oh, he directing yeah. it? Who, 
I don't know. Who gives a shit? I got bad <laughs> feelings about this. <laughs> Who knows? I'm, but I will. Uh, we'll glad see. We got yeah. it out before this thing is, hits everything tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is when you're listening to this. Totally. Yeah. Well, now we'll get to now. Oh yeah, really. <laughs> Where are my notes? Here they are. All right. Let me tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. I watched an episode called Down and Out of District in Beverly Hills. Oh, no. So we know it's about old and Andrea. So at school is where we start. And Andrea is walking down the halls and you're seeing it from her perspective. And everyone's staring at her like, boo And dropping books and things. And then she gets to Brandon and he's like, Andrea, didn't you forget something? And it cuts to her and she's naked. And she's like, what? Oh, my clothes. And she wakes up. Oh. <laughs> so she's already feeling weird about school, I guess. And then we see her take her long commute to school where she rides on buses and things like that and gets to Beverly Hills High, where, or West Beverly, rather, where everyone uh, arrives in Corvettes and jetpacks and things or whatever the fuck rich people do. Uh, and... <laughs> Then he, uh, Brandon comes up to her and he's like, hey, you remember how you told me I should enter one of my uh, articles into this contest about journalism and stuff like that? And she's like, yeah, you totally should. And he's like, I didn't, but I put one of yours in. And, you know, remember that thing you wrote about uh, your expose on, like, like lunchroom food or something like that? <laughs> like, like, two episodes ago, you broke this whole thing about, like, racism and fucking... <laughs> this is... The lunchroom was like, oh, yeah, these uh, black people aren't here anymore, so... Uh, that story. So yeah. this just in, fries are tasty. <laughs> what? Like a, like a, Give me a copy. I had no idea. Already. How many things has Brandon done where he's been a, a super sleuth? And like, this is it, the lunchroom story? Yeah. yeah. All right. And so he's like, I put yours in. And she's like, Brandon, I could get kicked out of school. I live out of district. If I win or anything happens, they could find out. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, don't worry. I used your grandma's address just like you do. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so then we're at the peach pit, and Brandon's working as Steve needs change, and Brandon gives it to him. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then there's the blonde girl. <laughs> that's an interesting plot point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Then there's a girl there who's like, "Is there any messages for me?" And blah blah blah. No, and she's waiting. And it's a, uh, it's the girl, the actress from uh, the beginning of Ghostbusters when he's doing the uh, telekinesis tests with the cards. Oh and yeah, the guy. I like her. Yeah, it's her. <laughs> like, hey, there she is. Yep. Um. So, uh, and you can keep the five bucks. I will, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love when he guesses that it's the squiggly lines, and it is. But he just sucks him anyway because he's a dick. Oh, wonderful. Oh man. <laughs> so she's there and she's waiting for. Oh, God damn it! Stupid phone. Hold on. All right. Hold on. There Hold they are. on. Notes. All right, so yeah. she, then, so Steve is over by the jukebox, and she follows him over because she's killing time. And uh, she picks an REM song, and Steve's like, "Hey, that's my favorite." And I'm like, <laughs> "Sure it is." Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, radio song by REM starts playing. Oh man, that's the worst <laughs> REM song. Pretty bad, <laughs> but uh, it's the best KRS One song. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're, what am I? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, they're like, yeah, REM, it's the best. And then she's like, my ride didn't show up. And he's like, I'll give you a ride. Wink. And she's like, well, uh, for that, I'll buy you lunch. Oh, but I can't. I've got to rush home and watch reruns of Hartley House, which is the show that his mom's on. Yeah. Oh, and right. he's like, oh, a wink. 
and then they go to watch it at his place on his bed and uh, they finish watching it and she's like i can't believe that your mom is on that show and he's like she's out of town and he makes his move and they're trying to you know get it on and stuff like that and she's like normally i don't do this but with somebody i just met but i feel like i know you already and they get into smooching and then we cut away to school and andrea has won the journalism competition. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Oh, and uh, so the teacher's like, Andrea, you won. So because you won, we're sending a uh, district public relations officer to your house. <laughs> 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 it's like, no, We're auditing are. you. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's like no, they, that's the last thing they would do. You know, you want a thing. You'd probably go to something at an assembly. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, come on. We're, go we're coming house. to your house. <laughs> In fact, they may already be there. <laughs> so stupid. We've dispatched a SWAT team to your yeah. house. <laughs> They're going through your drawers. Oh, good God. So, um, and, and Aunt Andrea's just freaking out. And Brandon's like, uh, whatever, we'll just, you know, just have your grandmother tell them you live here. And she's like, but you don't understand. My grandmother, it's not that easy. So she's difficult or something. I don't know what's going on. And then she's at grandma's house with Brandon. And she's like, this is my friend, Brandon Walsh. And the grandmother's like, well, I didn't think it was Brandon Mendelbaum. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what does that yeah, mean? I don't know. I mean, yeah, Andrea's half Jewish, so. Oh, all right. Yeah, because I was wondering, like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, yeah. I assume you'll fill it in. Uh, well, I'll do my best with what was given to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then all, and and she doesn't know how to tell her just yet, and Grandma's friends come over and stuff like that, and then she's like, uh, 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 I'm, there's a guy coming here to interview me, and he, they, we need to give them the impression that I live here, and Grandma is not down with this. And I was kind of like, oh, it's kind of crummy, though, isn't it? Like. She's doing this so she can go to a good school. Yeah, like why was why didn't she tell her grandma about this before? I don't know, but the guy's on his way, <laughs> and grandma's like, Ticking uh, uh-uh. like I. And she's like, but they need to think I live here. And she's like, I told you when you use my address that only if I wasn't involved. Oh, like, you're not that involved. This isn't like a big. Yeah. I'm in too deep, old Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too deep. Just like, I on, can't grandma. handle the pressure. Yeah. And then Brandon just comes and fucking murders grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the best thing to do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So then grandma's Imagine like. Imagine how old, old Andrea's grandmother oh, is. Oh, dear Lord. Doesn't look very old at all. I was confused by that, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, you look younger. <laughs> yeah. So uh, grandma's She's like, three listen. years younger than Andrea. I won't blow your cover. I won't. I'll keep my mouth shut. But if they ask me a direct question, I'm telling the truth. I will not be a liar. <laughs> like easy. <laughs> uh, they'll throw her out of school. You know that's kind of yeah. bad. For yeah. I will not be a liar. Anything. Lighten like, up, you yeah, fucking old lady. Yeah, yeah. I guess we didn't know what to write about this week. Uh, so then the district guy comes and he's confused by Andrea's taste in decorating. And I found that confusing, too, because they're just in the fucking living room. I'm like, yeah, you know it's her grandmother's house and she lives there. Yeah. I, I've lived with my grandmother before. She didn't let me fucking decorate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Why aren't there any Depeche Mode posters <laughs> up on these walls? Is what this, the fuck, Grandma? Is this your plastic couch cover, Andrea? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't let me so, decorate. <laughs> so Pretty then uh, then he's like, so do you sleep on this couch? And stuff like that. And I'm like, they hasn't asked any questions about the article. Because then he's like, well, I'll see you. <laughs> Nobody who sleeps on a couch could have written this article. <laughs> <laughs> I've read a lot of articles, and many of them slept on couches, those authors. So, yeah. and that, 
It's the weirdest fucking thing. All she did was win an article thing. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's going down. And uh, then she's arguing with grandma and stuff like that. And she's like, don't you want what's best for me? And grandma's like, not if it means you breathing b- bus fumes to so you can cavort with rich kids. What? Yeah. Because okay. she drives the bus. Yeah. To school. And then uh, she's like, yeah, well, you changed your name when you were my age. And grandma's like, I was trying to avoid a gas chamber. A little different. Oh, man. And Andrea's like, oops. Well, yeah, but you may think it's insignificant, but it's my life. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is a weird Awkward. family. And it's now or never. <laughs> and what? She doesn't want her riding a bike. I, I, I don't know. I, don't you want me to go to school? Not if it means riding public transit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this family is way against that. <laughs> uh, back at the peach pit. Uh, Steve is hanging out with Christine, the blonde girl from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, it's been one week since we met. Yay! And Donna and Kelly are, are watching and not approving. And Kelly's like, she's so low class. And then Low Steve, class? Yeah. And Steve's like, I got tickets to REM. Woo! And uh, she's like, yay! And Kelly's like, ugh! And walks out of the peach pit. And <laughs> at school, uh, <laughs> okay, I rewound it four times. So, But I think what Dylan says is, walks up to Brandon and goes, Hey, buddy, you ready for the Saturday Dune Buggies Are Us? <laughs> the Saturday Dune yeah. Buggies Are Us? Yeah, yeah, it goes like, Dune Buggy, what? But it, Race Are Us? Like, I, Race? I can't hear anything else. I watched it four times. Yeah, maybe uh-huh. he said, You ready for the Dune Buggy Race? <laughs> yeah, maybe. We're going to erase Dune Buggies. Uh, I was watching it. I downloaded season two. Erase and it downloaded every episode from season two I've except... For this one. Oh, God. So I still had to watch it on uh, Project TV, which was aggravating. So uh-huh. it yeah. wasn't good, but it really sounded like, hey, buddy, you ready for Saturday <laughs> Dune Buggies or us? I like to I've think. I've got uh, Boku Dune, <laughs> Dune Buggies. <laughs> I like to think that on the streaming sites for 90210, they've like put in like cam footage of people in front of you, like, <laughs> like <laughs> movie movie theater footage of people like talking. And <laughs> um, And then, yeah, whatever. So, uh,. Then they go up to Steve, and they're like, hey, Steve, come to Dune Buggy Man. And he's like, I can't make it, going to a concert. And Kelly is like, ugh, I'm not into this. And Steve's like, what's your problem? Why you got to be so down on her? And uh, what, what, what is the big problem? Why you got to be so rude? <laughs> and she's like, I'll just say this. You get what you pay for, Steve. And I was like, oh. Holy fuck, why is she being such a C word? I don't know. <laughs> like, I thought, she, like, uh, like so, so she's like totally classist against this, like, yeah low-income hot girl? Yeah. And so then she storms Why off. Why am I and disappointed in Kelly right now? Steve's standing there with uh, Andrea and uh, Brandon, and Steve's like, geez, it's not like she lives in the valley or something. Oh, Andrea, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Andrea lives in the valley. Oh, and uh, I don't know what it means to live in the valley. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to bore people. Oh. And then they're standing there awkwardly, and then uh, D-Bag walks up, and he's like, Andrea, the principal wants to see you. And he, she's like, shit. And then she goes in, and the principal's <laughs> They've like... They've sent more cops to your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you won another contest, so they're going to you know, shoot your father. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you yeah. don't live in Beverly Hills. <laughs> She's like, i got to stop reading comics drunk. <laughs> what did I send in for? <laughs> but we do have your x-rays back. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so then she goes to see the principal, and the principal's like, listen, the district guy has some doubts that you actually live with your grandma, and there, there's going to be a full investigation, but I don't need to worry because you totally live there, don't you? And she's like, yeah. 
And uh, I'm not going to take this opportunity to come clean about this stupid lie. Yeah, yeah no, about no. this <laughs> pointless lie. Um, and then uh, Grandma won't uh, let her move in. Uh, so yeah. she's freaking out. Uh, and then Grandma changes her mind. She can move in. And then Brandon is talking to her and, and feels bad. And Brandon's like, I feel like this is all my fault. And it is. Yeah. Totally his fault. He's like, I feel so bad. Is there anything I can do? And she's like, well, you could help me move on Saturday. And he's like, yeah, I'm going dune buggying with Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean anything I could do necessarily. Is there anything I could say? Anything I could dune buggy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you fucking suck so bad, Brandon. Like, this is your fault. You fucked her whole life up. And you're like... Yeah, but I had plans to dune buggy. Yeah, but I'm going to go do You've something. Asked me one thing. Hella dumb. Yeah. With uh, Dylan. Yeah, pretty good. And But she doesn't care. This is She's like, oh, yeah, no, of course. Fuck <laughs> oh, dune buggy. Yeah. Important than my ruined life. <laughs> and she's like, maybe maybe I should go with you, and then I, I could break my neck and not have to deal with this anymore. Damn. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're going to break it? Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, fucking A, get into it. Then. All right. I'll break your neck yeah. right now. Dune buggies are us. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you go to Movers <laughs> are us? It's right next to dune <laughs> buggies are us. Or us. <clears throat> so then we, it's nighttime, and we cut to Steve and Christine getting out of a limo for the concert. They walk past the line. D-Bag is in the Ooh. line. He's like, hey, Steve, why do you get to walk past the line? And he looks at him and goes, clean living, buddy. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Uh, and then uh, we cut to Andrea. Andrea. God damn. Andrea and Grandma getting settled, making up the bed and stuff like that. And uh, there's some kind of friction. Part of the problem is there's friction between uh, grandma and uh, mom. Mm. I, but I don't know what it is. And they really are very foggy about it for the okay. whole episode. So I still have no real clear, you know, I got a little bit. But anyway, so then uh, after the show, uh, Christine is disappointed that they couldn't go backstage. And uh, uh, Steve's just like, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get backstage. Tried. Not clean enough. And then they're waiting for the no. limo. She's like, where's that limo anyway? And then David comes up, and he's like, hi, I'm David. I, and she's like, hey, is your program autographed? He's like, yeah, I snuck my way backstage. Clean living, right, buddy? And woo. Uh-huh. And uh, then she's pissed off about that. And then she's like, where is this limo? And he's like, I guess they're a little bit late or something like that. And she's like, well, this is the last time we use them, and don't you dip. And Steve's, Steve looks concerned. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so they get into the limo, and Steve's like, hey, you ever seen that movie No Way Out? Oh, man. And she's like, no. And he's like, it's great. And I'm like, no, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner and Sean Young get it on in a limo. In a limo. Like this one that we're in a limo. They get it on in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, she's like, well, I'm sure they didn't have a stupid driver like we've got. Whoa. Shiny, happy people is playing in the background. Okay. Steve says, I was playing all the worst R.E.M. Yeah, what a (laughs) weird track list. Yeah, but all from uh, the same album. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, the album that was released around this time? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Steve's like, hey, because she's bummed out and angry, and he's like, hey, I thought I'd take you to a jewelry store in a couple of days and buy you something. And she's like, great, she's happy again. And then he gets some No Way Out action. Ah, because he promises her... Mm -hmm. Oh, so she's some kind of a whore then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, at school the next day, they all talk about the stuff that's going on. Uh, Then Donna and Kelly show up, and Donna sits on Brandon's lap. 
which I like again. This was kind of familiar yeah. in a way that was confusing. Yeah. And it's just before they cut to someone else's close-up talk. She sits down on his lap, and then Brandon feeds her something. <laughs> 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 she sits down, and he just reaches up and puts. He's putting something in her mouth. Oh, and you don't see quite what it is or whatever, but it's happening. And then there's another wide shot, and she's totally chewing. So I don't know what's well, going yeah, on there. What like, he was holding long enough to feed Donna when she finally got there, because he's not eating. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> he just got something in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, here. Donna, she looks she'll eat anything. Yeah, some loose sugar I have <laughs> in my pocket. He had a sugar cube in his pocket. Shh, there, girl. There, there, girl. <laughs> it's I. And I mean, like the last episode I watched, they did some of that where I was like, I feel like they're trying really hard to be like, hey, guys, hey, hey, viewers, they're really close friends. They're all now. super. Yeah. All, but yeah. but it was Don't almost like because in the camping one, there was a, there was like so I was like, is there like romantic stuff going on or are they just pushing like their friends now? So they kiss on the cheek sometimes. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Feed each other. Yeah. Feed each other salt <laughs> cubes. Weird. Hey, guys, uh, uh, meathead's hungry. Does anybody have a get a carrot? <laughs> All right, shove yeah. this in your face. I just idiot. died though. I backed it up a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking feeding or something. It's so weird. Uh, <laughs> You're not supposed to feed Donna after midnight. <laughs> um, so they all make they make some. Uh, Dylan and uh, uh, Brenda make plans with Steve and Christine. A little double day dinner thing. And Kelly's like, ugh, this is gross. Uh, I don't care for it. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And then Andrea is telling them all, like, she's going to have to leave the school. And she's like, and you guys have no good, uh, no idea how good you have it. You can, you can buy anything you want and stuff like that. And I'm poor and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but I live in my grandmother's house. They're never going to buy it. And Kelly's like, hey, you know what I'm really good at is a makeover. And she says makeover. And so, you know, what you get is a fucking montage. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they make over the place and uh, they put up a Dirty Dancing poster and a Neville Brothers poster. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they used Neville Brothers like yeah. earlier in this show. Somebody like... For kids. Yeah. <laughs> what do kids like these days? I guess and then, then the guy comes back in and goes, well, now it really looks like your grandmother <laughs> yeah. decorated this place. <laughs> Sounds like you guys met in the middle. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, Andrea and Grandma have dinner. Uh... And then there's uh they ask yeah, mom stuff comes up again, but there's no I still don't know what. Uh Dylan and Den- Brenda are uh, making dinner and they're talking about how happy Steve is, and then Steve and Christine arrive. Brenda and Christine go upstairs to look at Brenda's clothes and uh she's talking about uh, like getting nice stuff and this and that and Brenda's like, Oh, I'm waiting for some, you know, Save up some cash. Got to shop during the sales. And Christine's like, I hate sales because they're uh, crowded and smelly. And, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's a weird generalization. Yeah, pretty bizarre. Uh, the stores are crowded and smelly, not the sales. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then Brenda's like, that's a great dress you have. And she's like, really like it? Steve bought it for me. And then next week, he's going to buy me some diamond earrings. And Brenda's like, diamond earrings? And she's like, yeah, he's just like Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. And oh, then man. Brenda's like, so does that, and you're Julia Roberts? And she's like, yeah. And she's, then Brenda stares at her for a while and she's like, she was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Christine's like, yeah, but she looked great, didn't she? And I was like, eh, and a heart of gold. No, my. Okay, with a heart of gold. <laughs> um, Steve, okay, what's going on here? Oh, so th- yeah, that comes up. And then she's like, look, Steve's my friend and you're using him. And uh, she's like, we're using each other. 
And then she storms out. And that doesn't make it better, does no, it? No. And they're both Steve's using like, each other. Nice work, Brenda. And yeah. Oh, uh, I was busy using that girl, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Now it, it's it's like he, I'm not the only one being used. We're both like yeah. <laughs> using each other. Like yeah. Now both of us are kind of like being used wrongfully. Like yeah. They, but they were. There's happy. one. There's two victims in this using situation. <laughs> not one. <laughs> And then uh, she's like, "You should just let that one go, Steve." And she's like, "She's like some friend you are, and you better get used to her." She's sticking around. <clears throat> and then she's like, "I'm just trying to look out for you." And then Andrea's trying to talk to her mom on the phone, and Grandma starts like vacuuming really loudly next to her. And then she has to get off the phone. And then they're talking for a while. And I guess Mom isn't Jewish. I'm not really sure what the relationship was because I thought Grandma was Mom's mom, but I guess it's maybe Dad's mom. But I'm not entirely sure. And she's like, uh, "It's not that. It's uh, you know, it's not that she isn't Jewish. She doesn't respect me. She didn't come and help out when I broke my leg." And Andrea starts crying. And she's like, "I gotta leave. I can't take it anymore. I'm moving out. I don't care if they kick me out of school." And she goes to school and she's writing her resignation letter. To, to the editor, which I don't think you need to do. No. You're just, I think you can just pop your head in the yeah, class like, and go, I'm I, bored of this now. Yeah, I'm done. not doing this anymore. Just yeah. let Brandon do it. Yeah. And uh, Brandon is like, why don't you come live with me and my family? And she's like, no, that won't work. <laughs> we'll let anyone live in our house. We actively try to get as many we people We keep a room empty <laughs> just for it. Yeah. Just for any kind of people that might want to move It's wheelchair in. accessible too, by Ooh. the way. Yeah. And she goes into this whole thing where she's like, and I was just finally starting to feel like one of the gang. You know, I really felt like I had friends for the first time in my life. And, you know, and I saw that there was, you know, more to, to, to the people here than just spiffy clothes and sporty cars. And I wouldn't have known that otherwise. And she's really pouring her guts out. And Steve pokes his head and he's like, hey, Brandon, can I talk to you? And he's like, yep. Leaves her. Leaves her. I was like, yes. come on, man. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Brandon, can I talk to you? Yeah. Uh, oh, Andrea, I was not listening. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun moving. <laughs> uh, uh, was that something about your grandma or something? Anyway, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, dune buggers. Yeah. Dune buggers. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, can you come out here and talk? Uh, is there a dune buggy out there? Because <laughs> if so, I am out of here. I'm uh, feeling very emotionally fragile right now. Ah, dune buggy. <laughs> <laughs> what to tell you? Well, Brandon goes out with Steve, and they stand by the lockers, and Steve's like, man, Christine, I don't know, I think she's obsessed with money, and he's, Brandon's like, hey, well, it's California, and he's like, you really fell for you, didn't you, buddy? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I really missed having a steady thing, I didn't know how much, but I'm really into it, and he's like, but, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I think she's, uh, you know, just interested in the money, but I'm going to test her. And then we cut to the jewelry store, Ugh. and she's like, what, do you, what did you get me, what are you going to get me? And he's like, I already got it, why don't you see if you can guess what it is? And she guesses all these expensive things. She's like, nope, nope, nope. And then he gives her a little box. And he's like, it's this. And it means a lot to me uh, about how I feel about you. So here. And she opens it. And it's like a cheap little bracelet. Like not a nice yeah. thing at all. You yeah. know? And she's like, Blah, what is this? You know, it doesn't like it at all. And then he's, and he's like, yeah, well, uh, I'll see you. And she's like, I was just being honest. And he's like, like you were being honest in the peach pit when you told me that you didn't know who my mom was. And she's like. How did you know? And he's like, I didn't until right now. I was like, oh, also, smoothie, Steve. So it's her fault now yeah. for like getting something out of this. I don't know. This is uh, a weird situation. No, I feel like she's being treated like an asshole because she's an asshole. Yeah, but, but he's, he's also, also an, an asshole. So why well, is he be giving like? <laughs> Yeah. Like the upper row where it's like, well, now that I know I'm out of here or it's something. Just it's just like, because yeah, yeah. he's Steve. Because yeah. we know him better You're using her, her for yeah. sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so yeah. <laughs> you know what you're doing in that limo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we're at the peach pit and Steve's sad and he's uh, standing by the jukebox and so is Andrea and she's sad. 
and they put on Losing My Religion. And uh, Steve's like, Andrea, do you like me? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, why? And she's like, because under that, sometimes me and exterior is a little boy who likes to have fun. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a weird thing to say to anybody. Uh, you like me. I mean, like, like me. Like you like your favorite alternative rock band, R.E.M. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they have that album out of time. It's in stores now. Yeah. <laughs> Want to go down to there, Tower Records? The reason I bring it up is that it's in stores now. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'll never talk about this band ever again <laughs> outside of this day. <laughs> um, uh, she's like, yeah, because under that mean exterior, some, there's a little boy who likes to have fun, and you're kind of cute. And Ugh. he's like, wow. And he's like, you know, I lie awake at night, and I, I think about the stupid things I say to people, and I don't know why anybody hangs out with me. And uh, she's like, uh-huh. And he's <laughs> like, and you can't leave. You're our inspiration. Yeah. I mean, how many girls can you enjoy looking at and look up to? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I see. I see where he was going with yeah. it. Yeah, it's just a big but, swing and, and a miss. And this is the worst. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. But she looks at. Him, she looks at him with tears in her eyes and goes, "Thank you." Like, Whoa, oh, man. Uh, you guys are fucking up all over the place. Yeah. And uh, then we're at. We. She goes home to grandma's, and the district lady is there with grandma, and they're talking. And the district lady's like, "Everything looks great, okay?" And she's like, "A oh, what?" And she leaves, and Grandma. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Neville Brothers poster, chick. Thirty-year-old <laughs> right. girl in high school, <laughs> chick. <laughs> We're all good here. <laughs> and then so Grandma's like, "I want you to be here, and I missed you when you're gone. It means a lot for you to be here." And she's like, "Okay, but if I'm going to be here, you got to talk to my parents. We got to work this thing out." And then she calls her mom. She's like, "Mom, there's someone here who wants to talk to you." And gives the phone to Grandma, and she's oh. like, "Oh, hi, how are you? Oh, not so bad." <laughs> to talk, I'm like, "Oh, all right, that's a weird way to get into it. Fine, yeah. I guess we're just gonna uh, brush over the issues and just talk about <laughs> stuff." Um, and then we're back at the Peach Pit, and they're all gonna have some cake. It was gonna be Andrea's goodbye cake, but they're just gonna eat because it's fun to eat cake. And Steve's sad at the bar. Kelly goes over to him, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't listen to you." And she's like, "It's okay." And he's like, "Here, I want to give you something." And she's like, "Steve, I don't want a bracelet you bought for another girl." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, because that's what I had nothing. for you." Uh, I know where there's some dune buggies. <laughs> we could go there. <laughs> and then she's like, "You want to go see a movie?" He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> no way <laughs> out." Play movies. <laughs> Uh, and uh, oh, when he was talking to Andrea, and he's like, "So you think I'm cute, huh?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You never said that before." And she's like, "You never asked." And he's like, "Do you think I'm sexy?" And she laughs this laugh that's like uh, hilariously weird. She's like, <laughs> 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 "Really barky and nuts." Anyway, so Steve, <laughs> goes, Steve goes off to the movies with Kelly, and and all the, the friends enjoy eating cake, and that's the end. Oh. That's a confusing message. Like, they set up that old Andrea is like, oh, I think Steve's kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, Steve. And then Steve's like, oh, you think I'm cute? That's really great. I'm going to go fuck Kelly now. 
Yeah. Like, why does he end up with her? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just gonna be friends. Yeah. And go to the movies together because they oh, like they're each oh, okay. Other's people. All right, so he's not gonna try to no way out her. But also, did Steve learn anything? And like at the end of the episode, he tries to give her something he bought someone else. Yeah. yeah I can he's only learn anything. I can no. only assume in hopes to have sex, and then she's like, I don't want yeah. that. And he's like, Oh, and then he's probably just gonna try and that try that on someone yeah, else. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, got one in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet some girl who wants a cheap bracelet. Yeah. In the back of a limo. Yeah. Weird. Oh boy. <laughs> I just couldn't believe all oh, the fucking Brandon with just you know ditching. Uh, he's oh my god. Such a pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, while the continuing adventures of nine hundred two one zero will return next week, my turn on next week's. Uh, yeah, I think it's a Halloween episode. I think you're right. Ooh, yeah. That's exciting um, shit. A little bit late, but we. Uh, it's a. It's a holiday, and we'll do it. <laughs> it's a holiday. So it's yes. the holidays. We'll do a holiday one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Casey will do after that. We'll yeah, keep right. on turning. Maybe that's so. so. Yeah. Close. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, Let's boy. Call it a day, Should we call it a day? Okay. I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. TVI cage match. We'll wait for another week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're diving into round three next anyway. So yeah, yeah. We'll shake things up. Totally. Sweet. Um, if you would like to hear more of us and more of other people, you can go to modernsuperior.com. Uh, and listen to lots of other shows like there's a new do-over there's a uh, drink along lots of other things to go listen to there uh, at modernsuperior.com and you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com slash synwpc or you can go to twitter.com slash synwpc and you can also email us your long form thoughts at info at modernsuperior.com mm-hmm. yeah. uh, quick little uh, little shout out uh, tomorrow or today Mm-hmm. As this is dropping, yeah, is a yep. uh, uh, fellow modern superiorite uh, David Fall's birthday. Oh, oh. happy so, birthday! Uh, happy birthday, David! Yeah. yeah, if you see him on the street, sing Paradise Alley to him. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just hoof him in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. and then like have a race, rooftop uh, <laughs> 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 race. race. If you challenge him to a rooftop race on his birthday, he has to accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. by you, law, yeah. you may win. <laughs> you may win a shredded up five dollar bill. Yeah, and if you're lucky, you might just see him fall off a roof yeah <laughs> but he'll catch them <laughs> ah, i'm in the air on a rope yeah it'll be great uh so for all that and more remember modern superior.com yeah uh, other than that we will see you next wednesday goodbye internet uh will smith is the boomerang child <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got the honey stuck to my bottle <laughs> <laughs> straight cash Homie. (laughs) Straight cash, homie. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Looking for stuff. What am I doing? I'm looking for stuff. (laughs) Where am I looking? I'm looking everywhere. Looking for stuff. (laughs) Stuff is what I'm looking for. And I'm looking over here and I'm looking over there. Sorry, sir. No stuff here. Oh, (laughs) back to looking for stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me you're rolling. Oh, my God. It's all caught. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 